from downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, we have Joel and Alex here to talk about Summer Game Fest. Wait, that's why it's tears. I dove deep into Tingle's Chasm. Great, I have a great Yoshi. <laughs> Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 375, your place to hear Nintendo fans talk about Summer Game Fest. But we have, this week, we have guests who have been there. But we are your hosts. I'm Trey, sincerely, Ryu Johnson. I'm Jeremy. I think I bought another game this week. I don't remember. Mikowski. I'm John, hero of the wind knitter. And we have special guests... Alex Gray Yoshi Arona. Joel Kano, did you really have the snot rocket? DeWitt. <laughs> oh, I need to know more about, more about that. Do we okay. got we got some MK shit going on here? What's what's up? A <laughs> little bit. Oh, yeah. A little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so both of you both of you went to Summer Game Fest. Uh, Alex uh, texted me last week and said you were going there over the weekend. That's awesome. And that you wanted to come by and tell us about it. So we should just like jump right into that right now. Like uh tell us so what, Summer what, Game what, Fest, what, what, that was all the beach volleyball. Yeah, what 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 was Keeley Fest like? Like, what it what it how did how did it go there for you? Uh, the man looked very tired. Oh yeah, we <laughs> did. You yeah, see, he him? was very tired. Yeah, the the way it was set up, it was like actually a really small like like campus where there was just five buildings and like a small hallway between them. So like, and not a hallway, it was outdoors, but you would just have this like small corridor. And then it was just five buildings. So everybody was everywhere. You'd walk past and all of a sudden like, oh, hey, look, there's Phil Spencer. Weird. And then, you know. Where was this actually? It is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where was it at? It was uh, downtown Los Angeles. Okay. So was it at the usual? Was it the convention no, center? No, 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 no. It was in the, apparently in the fashion district, which we learned. I've been which, there. Okay, yeah, I've, been, I've been there before. I bought yeah, a dancing all- t-shirt at the, in the fashion district my, for my very first time in LA. Yeah. Is that yeah. a Shibuya of... Uh- of the u.s <laughs> i would say it's the chicano flea market area if that helps <laughs> me and joel bought some some flea market stuff there while we were there. What, some swap meat stuff yeah. No, I, yeah. I bought i bought a sick i bought a sick danzig shirt there in, in the awesome. in the, in the uh, fashion districts of la in like 2005 or something there's some yeah, trendy yeah, stuff down there like two-bit circus i don't know if they're still open or whatnot they're down there big big arcade and all that so it's kind of a trendy area. This one did not seem that way. And in fact, it was kind of shady. Just the entrance. Shady. The, the entrance for everybody was kind of in an alley. You had to go through an alley. <laughs> nice. Just real. Our, our first attempt trying to get to the festival, let's call it. Uh, I used my GPS on my phone. It's supposed to take you to like the cleanest path there. And we definitely went to a tent town. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah. So that's the thing about that. Oh, that happened to me in Portland like, a couple times. There's pockets like. There's pockets like it'll at one corner, it'll be kind of nice and there'll be restaurants. Another corner, it'll be tent towns. And they've just like 
cordoned it off very uh, very clearly. Yeah, L- L.A. So, is a fucking weird, is a weird ass place. Like I remember we went down there when you still live there, John. Like before yeah. you know for our honeymoon, Jess and I did, right. and we and we went and we stayed at John John's for a minute, and we just like walked down to like Denny's or something, and and I and yeah. I go to, try to go to the bathroom, and somebody's like taking a shower like with the sink in there, like did wash you know like with their clothes off, like washing oh, yeah. the pits yeah. out or whatever. It's a fucking yeah, strange ass place. Yeah, yeah. L.A.'s. And this is Joel. Weird. This was Joel's first time in L.A., so he was. I'm and sorry. I, I kinda, I, I've been there a couple times, so I kind of knew what to expect, but he just was like, oh, this is not... I'm like, yeah, we're not in Hollywood. At yeah. least, like, some people will talk to you there. Like, uh, try going to the bars in L.A. Like, everybody's really weird there. You don't, you don't get the Midwestern hospitality that you get here. You get a lot of fancy... I kept pointing out, I was like, Joel, look at all these fancy people. And the, yep. the, the hotel we were at had a rooftop bar that was apparently the scene, because people were there for, like, their bachelorette parties and birthday parties and just, like, and really I, and dressing up. And I'm sitting there in like, uh, you know, typical dad attire jeans and like a polo t-shirt. <laughs> you didn't wear your fir- your your favorite video game shirt to the video game. That, that's what I've been a, doing. A green Triforce shirt and a khaki cargo shorts. So I I uh, took the advice to wear a casual attire, but not quite that casual, which seemed like a mistake because I Biz saw cash. very I very saw very few people wearing something outside of like a, a party shirt or to your point gaming apparel um what's a party shirt is that just like a button up <laughs> button up matter? uh colors. nice eccentric uh colors yeah i, I this just reminded me of it i used to work i used to work at a 4am bar in chicago and uh, one of the owners uh scott uh we had a drink named after him called scott's party shirt and uh basically his party shirts were basically they they were kind of like Hawaiian, like these like these bright Hawaiian shirts that he would wear, mm-hmm. Hawaiian ish, yeah. I guess that he would wear and, while while we were fu- working. And I'm fighting for it. Hawaiian shirts are back. There was a drink called a uh, yeah called Scott's Party Shirt. Actually, I worked with another bartender, Brian, who was very cool, who also wore nothing but Hawaiian shirts. So I mean, it's been and this was yeah this, this was like early 2000s. So it's been. Uh, but now they're back. Now they're definitely back and hot again. At least I'm fighting for it because I wear a lot of them. I'm just saying, uh, Brian was doing it for a long time. Yeah. I did save my one gaming shirt for my last day there. I had a nice uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade character select screen. Nice. Beautiful. There. there you go. Yeah. John, John yeah, appreciate that. You got some compliments. I did. I did. I wish I didn't have a whole drawer that was just video game shirts, but that's me. You weren't sporting Super GG radio shirts? That's what you should should have been done doing there. <laughs> No, I wasn't. Or quite Nintendo World my Report. Wares. I mean, I guess you're there for a <laughs> Nintendo World Report, right? So maybe you could wear some shit for them or whatever. Yeah, I, I might have a hat of there somewhere. No, you I'm. Need to get the the logos tattooed on you like riffraff. <laughs> we saw a guy who had like ba- uh, battlefield on one forearm and <laughs> skate, and I'm pretty sure he was like the EA press guy, and he was like really like. I got this one when that series came out, and I got this other one. I'm like, oh man, you are. This is how I keep them from Battlefield, really? Like Battlefield? Exactly. Like you would tattoo that on you? Do you doubt my loyalty company that I have tattooed on me? Yeah. What percentage discount do I get per tattoo? (laughs) Right. We will pay you money towards games you can purchase. There we go. Get that that real e currency. Company store. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) So. <laughs> we were talking about uh i mean off before we were recording we were talking about music and stuff i remember a guy who had an avail tattoo you remember avail the band and yeah. uh, he would it, and he would get into ed shows for free forever because he had an avail tattoo i remember seeing this guy around at different shows like probably saved like so much money early 2000s yeah they just let him in because he had the tattoo and everybody there. told him that tattoo was to no avail but 
<laughs> it, it, it was to avail, yeah, because he got to get into. They're like, "We love you because you tattooed that on your arm." Here, come in. But really, so he wanted I mean, to be available, but he ran out of money to do the letters. I'll just leave the veil. I'm interested because Summer Games Fest kind of builds a, a different approach. You know, a different, a new cut, new type of show as they had on their website. Yeah, um, not not in person like E3, but you guys were there in person. So what was that like? Just this not in person event, but in, you were in person. I, I uh, it was actually very cool just to see all of the you know what it, what it, your your favorite YouTube and and you know video game personality journalist. I know that uh, you guys have had uh, Janet Garcia on the show before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, she was just all like again. It, it's such a small campus. I saw she was there in. with Min Max, right? Yeah, and we yep. ran into her a couple times, yeah. and she's you know, our most gotta, our most famous friend and patron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you ran into like your, your oh, Greg yeah. Millers or your you know anybody really. You're just like, oh, walking like Jeff Gersman is just walking around. It's like, oh, that's weird. Oh, he's he's a person. That's yeah. and everybody talks to you since, since this is like a journalist only thing. It was kind of cool that everyone just talked to you like a great. Oh, do you still have your press badges? Were you able to keep those? I do. I oh, have yeah. mine. I think I have. Uh, yeah, I would it's be not... hanging that shit up on the wall. It's yeah, not yeah. on hand, but it's gonna be a nice souvenir. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yes. But, Proud but, uh, of you guys. Proud of you guys. I, so, I, yeah, I saw you posted on Twitter. So say. beyond even the inner personality type stuff, like they, they had it set up in uh, cube kiosks. So like it would be one station with four different streams on a, on a station. Usually it'd be one game. So like the the uh, Sonic game was in one kiosk, Fae Farms in one. If you had things like Pop Agenda or Day of the Devs, they'd have one game per screen. And then there were some closed off areas for some of the bigger stuff. So we found out halfway through that they had Armored Core uh, sitting there in the back and Alan Wake 2 somewhere. Uh, so th- that was safe for the big boy important people. But uh, we-, we heard through the grapevine that it was that. And-, and one of the nice things about the whole setup is that because it was in such a confined space, you were really able to optimize your time and bounce back and forth and get a lot of people uh, a chance to try out different games. Because we had we had set our schedule to have occasionally like one or two hour blocks open. But we ended up finding out through that that some of the games we could just walk up and ask. And then other ones where I think Pop Agenda specifically, some of their games we didn't have on the schedule but because we pestered them and asked this, they found a slot for us to be able to try out some of their games too. Nice. So uh, there was structure, but everybody was pretty nice and trying to accommodate everybody pretty well. And because of that, we had a chance to touch over a lot of different games and talk to a lot of people who make the games, which to me is probably one of the coolest parts is to getting to Thank know you. those people definitely because they, they're all very passionate about what they do. And I mean, you have to be, if you're going to be in that space, but it's very, and then, cool and then being there, you're there with the people who like you. Know, like, I just want to talk about my game. I just want to bring out my game. I want to show people the game. I want people to see it. I want you to, if you can write about it, like I'm just excited that it gets put in front of people. This is like the first hands-on in a lot of cases or like, Hey, there's going to be a demo soon. And I just, I'm really excited. You know, I'm, I'm the, I'm, you know, like sometimes in some, what was it? The, the guy from super mega baseball four. Mm-hmm. Right. What was he? The he was like the head of the company. He, he was the the lead lead oh, yeah. dev of the company, and, and they had just gotten bought out prior to this latest release by EA Games. So it was also this interesting juxtaposition where they were an indie developer 
I mean, they sort of are, but now they're within the fold of this big major corporation and are having to sort of reconcile with what that means for them being part of this bigger structure, but also still trying to retain this kind of SNES arcadey baseball kind of feel through it, right? And, and you got to play that, right? I, I've, I've been kind of interested in it. It's cool. You know, I like sports that aren't wrestling to a point where it's more like arcadey. And AEW mm. Fight Forever wasn't there, right? I, I had to ask that. Was was that at Summer Game Fest or no? I did not see that. No, there. I didn't. Okay. No, I don't think so. But uh, Super Made Super Made to Baseball is it's a great baseball game if you liked that kind of old classic. Like like Super uh, baseball. baseball, or what was it? Uh, the, uh, there was an SNK one. It was basically mm. if you played Ken Griffey Jr. on Super Nintendo, there was an SNK one that was basically what they ripped off for that. Like, because I played yeah. a lot of Ken Griffey Jr. on Super Nintendo, and then later in the Wii when they brought, started bringing the All-Star Baseball, that's what it is, uh, when they started bringing the SNK stuff in there, I played All-Star Baseball, and I was like, oh, wait a second, this is Ken Griffey Jr. They basically stole this idea and through like the Seattle Mariners and and Ken Griffey Jr. on here, and that I love those type of games, like the more like arcadey. That that was that was the point of reference yeah. that I gave to him, and he agreed with it. So that that's the alley that you're talking about. That that Super Made to Baseball Four is already out, actually. Mm. But as the developers, and since it was newly out, it was more about getting a chance to talk to the developers. Uh, in our case, it was also Alex hadn't had a chance to try it, so it gave us him an opportunity to get a feel for what it was. Uh, it's it's that, but there's a lot of really robust like uh, pennant race and uh, career mode type stuff in there too. That it sounds like they really expanded on through the years of all their iterations and it seems like they do a lot of feedback from their fandom too to figure out what they should include in future entries well at the same time like they made it very like just just pick it up and start moving like it's never right. really a time like again we 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 played it for like like 30 minutes but i also know for a fact that like he, we just sat down, picked a team and went and it was like, okay, now we're playing and we're no, I know like, it's not complicated that I don't know what I'm doing. And then at the same time, you know, you can really put in a lot of granular stuff to it. There's a lot, like there's a lot of functionality and hidden things that you can learn about player movement and stamina management and stuff like that. You know, uh, stealing bases is like a whole system around that. And it's just a lot of, of good, solid choices that like that are, you don't really need to pay attention to uh, the 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 key phrase they used was easy to easy to easy to play hard to master. Yeah, that actually yeah. a trend in general I saw at Summer Dance Fest was modularity in difficulty or accessibility options. Oh, you know, you're right. That, so, that, that so definitely was like a theme. Lots of different independent games, especially you would show they would show you the different options and it would be not just like low, medium, high difficulty. It would be enemies do this much amount of damage you do this much amount of damage to enemies uh how many health bars you get size of the like area that the enemy can be attacked in uh another crab's treasure has alex alex's favorite accessibility option which is uh you give the crab a gun <laughs> and a it's not it's not like a realistic model it's not like of a gun. crab claw sized gun it's human, human sized gun and it's a one-shot kill against anything you shoot against so it's like the golden gun yeah yeah but it's like but it's like there's also like the, again all of that oh i want to take more i want to take less damage i want them to take more damage but also i could just give them a gun and be done with this and that's yeah. that felt like a really like smart choice while also making it hilarious yeah i see that makes it accessible but also makes that accessibility hilarious for other people that might just want to 
exactly and so there, and there was a lot of things like that uh, mickey's uh illusion castle oh yeah you illusion played mickey a gun you, you played that too right <laughs> mickey yes, with a gun mickey with a gun finally i updated ever the since steamboat so william i'm like give that dude a gun <laughs> i did update the doc so that it does have like a list of the things we saw and that was one of them we got to hands-on with it and that is a very cool, cool uh couch co-op game they call it a Mickeyvania because it is like a almost open world Metroidvania where you get different abilities okay. that like will let you explore further. But there's you'll get you'll see like grapple points. Like we, I'm like we don't. How do I get past this? And he goes, you don't have the grapple yet, but you will later. You know what I mean? Like that. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, you get a, a butt stomp and that'll break through the floor, but that's not till later. And oh, okay. with with that, it also multiplayer four person couch co op and no online. But no, they, no like, online. Oh, no really? online. No, really interesting. And then. But the plan is, is that like, oh, I'm going to pick this character and all it is is just different in, difference in animations. But how many hearts do I get? One heart, two hearts, three hearts, infinite hearts. You have these options to and it's per character, per person. Whoever's playing gets to change what they how their difficulty. Plus, there's a there's a hug heal mechanic so you can okay. hug each other and like, heal like, each other. like Kirby. We, you can smooch and uh, and, and uh, share yeah. your heart or whatever. I always yeah. thought they're like baby baby birding food. Oh yeah, I mean that, that makes yeah. Where it's like, yeah, and <laughs> do that and, little yeah. And there's included stuff too, like uh, say you're at a platform above where your partners are at on the ground, and they're having trouble reaching it. You can actually lower a rope for them to grab onto from a lower ledge mm-hmm. and help bring them up. Uh, it is very, it is very focused on trying to keep as wide a people able to play it as possible, which. Especially if it's a couch co-op experience, I think this is incredibly important because I can see a case where maybe me and my wife would play this game together. Or maybe we'd have a family night and bring the couple kids in and, and then we can set it to easy or infinite live modes there and just try to cooperate without having the stress of you know, whether someone's going to get a game over or not. Uh, they do have the whole thing where you hit a checkpoint, everybody bounces back to life with full health. So nice. there's decent checkpointing. There's no actual fighting combat everything is done via platforming uh so even the boss battles it's more about a sequence of timing your jumps and the like oh, okay so all in all we got a small sliver but there's there's a lot of care being done it's a very very pretty looking uh 2d platformer weren't would able you say to it he- feels yes yeah. sorry to interrupt you would you say it feels more like a new super mario brothers or a rayman that was the first thing I thought when I saw it was that it looked like new Super Mario Brothers. I was going to say like, can can you bubble, can you bubble up like you can do that? Just bubble and let everybody else carry carry you through. I think it's probably more Rayman in that you don't conflict with people. Like you're not going to bounce off people or get yeah. in each other's way. You'll more or less move concurrently or through each other if you move. Uh, and I think that's for the better. I mean. I think about the times I've played new Super Mario Brothers and I've caused more pain than I've helped people playing together on that. So I hear uh, that 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 one's a chaotic one to play with the family. It's fun. You just need to have a high tolerance level for frustration. I I had a lot of fun playing it with with my sister and my nieces, you know, but but yeah, we would do the we would do the bubble up thing. But sometimes we'd all just bubble up at the same time and then we all die. But But it was funny, you know, like we were having a good time. So. That's fine. Yeah, it's that. That's the main thing is if if you're playing it in a group, you can't take it too seriously. Or then you have times where you'll end up having like, okay, everybody else bubble. This one person who's good at the game will then carry us through a level, and that kind of takes the fun out of it. But and that's exactly what they don't want to do. They want you to help your partners. They want you to help everybody. They want you to keep going. And that's what feels good about it. Is that like, okay, they're just yep. Here you go. Now help your friend and keep going so, and. 
Yeah. And this might have been question. Can you lower a rope? And then as they're climbing it, let go. That is a great question. (laughs) No, don't we did not try. I I wish, I wish we had you kick him down like Yoshi. Just kick him down there. Just like, I want to betray my friends. Let me boost off you and go to the next thing. (laughs) I I know. I want to take all my friends to Disney world and betray them. I do know that there was like also the, the hug mechanic. If you, if no one hugged you, he would like go like this and you're like, and then like, you just make like a real, like, uh, like a real annoyed face and no one's hugging. <laughs> kind of like me when you're like trying to do a high five and no one. Yeah. 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 So I just kept like, <laughs> they'd be like platforming and I would just be sit there like, like just like super annoyed. Like no one's hugging me. Free hugs. Come on. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty it's like funny. You're a creep. Don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> And also it's based on, they, you know, a lot of people said like, oh, it's based off the new uh, Mickey Mouse, which is more like Ren and Stimpy. And actually it's, yeah. it's a completely unique take on it. It kind of has a similar like look and animation style, but they're really like the guy is a big fan of everything. So he's really trying to do something that's like his own unique spin on it. And so that's like, that's kind of a cool thing. So he, he actually got the okay to kind of go and play and make his own thing. And he was, he was, he said he was, he was, I was feeding them, you know, character designs left and right. And Disney was saying, no, oh, that's fine. That's good. Keep going. Just keep going. That's cool. So it's interesting yeah. that they're trying to get cool. to make Mickey a, a, a video game icon. Remember when they tried to do this with Epic Mickey and to some degree of success, but uh, they made a couple of them. There was a second I made one. two of them. Yeah. yeah there was, there was two of them, right? Yeah. Yeah, we played those. That those game on the decent. Super Nintendo, the Castle of Illusion. That's like that's a good. Wasn't game. There's it, two the Genesis two one. Two there was, there was a, a Genesis, Genesis one also well. that was supposedly really good. I mean, well, I played and, a little bit of it on the because I have the Mega Drive Mini and I, I played it on that somewhat, and it looks. And, good. and he did specifically cite those two games as part of his big Disney repertoire of of gaming. So, mm-hmm. and, and I, I think they captured the physical feel of movement similarly to that because it's i mean it's not heavy but you're not sonic but you know you're you're moving quicker than uh trying to think of a way to describe it you're 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 not you're heavy but you're not like overburdened i, I guess is what i'm trying to say there's a heft and weight to you but maybe it's kind of it's, disney animation in general that's sort of like one of their styles yeah yeah but i i think it captures that feel adequately it's just that you know it's it's more staled out so your characters are smaller and maybe that scope changes things a little bit but yeah because you do get like a full map like again a castlevania map with different like biomes just he mentioned there was like a a couple different biomes and then you go through and you know get keys to unlock new sections and new areas with new bosses that were pretty fun yeah so that one was like a real surprise i had zero like i I was like oh yeah they're making no expectations yeah i I was the reason why i was i was not interested i was like i don't care about this and then by the end of it i was like this is a pretty good this seems pretty cool this seems like they did a lot of good stuff you're like why do i have mickey mouse ears all of a sudden yeah it was was real it was a real surprise i was like okay this is yeah you sold me so and he was passionate a lot about what he was doing so him is showing it off seeing the animations and everything like that i like i really liked it did you guys get a chance to play mortal kombat one or was that playable at all the show it was we not not we not, not in switch form, right? No, like only in whatever. Yeah. Not yet, but it was surprising. It is day and date. I know. Yeah. No. It's, we we talked about this whenever it was announced, but uh, it's interesting because yeah, they're doing like PS5, but not PS4. Like they're mm-hmm. or not like X. And, and John made a joke about it, like Mortal Kombat One, Xbox One, but it's not on Xbox One. It's just a Series X and S, and but still Switch. Like so, they obviously knew that they're getting the money from that. You know, it's like obviously, well, yeah, we're gonna. A lot of people are gonna buy the Switch version, it, which so. is surprising to me that that's like a platform. Like that's the platform people are like, oh yeah. Surprisingly, we make a bunch of money on Switch. It's like really, I'm surprised that that would be a lot case. of games sell really well on Switch, and there's a lot of Mortal Kombat fans. So it, I mean. 
yeah, apparently Mortal Kombat 11 did great on Switch. So, wow. you know, yeah, they sell it for there's like seven bucks Sony's now. That, so uh, I mean, it's you know, yeah. there's a reason Sony's making that handheld screen thing, the Q or whatever. Panasonic the Q. Switch was successful, and and some people are choosing. A lot of people, I guess, are choosing to buy the multi-platform games on Switch versus other because platforms of the portability, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah, and like the Steam Deck, and like there's another thing that's similar to that. Like every, every, everything's right. the future is kind of handheld because it. I mean, even like the the backbone that I have is like influenced by the Switch and all that. Like the Switch kind of shook true, the yeah. waters and all that. Has anyone here had the opportunity to play Eleven on Switch? I have it. Yeah, I played it all the way through with the DLC. Uh, yes. How does it play? It's great. The hair looks weird, but it's good. <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> but, pl- but, uh, it plays fine. Performance wise, <laughs> it runs at about what you'd hope for. Yeah, it plays fine. Like it will. As you notice, a lot of times uh, on Switch, the, the hair looks strange. It looks really weird. Mm. And actually playing uh, Street Fighter Six on PS4, it, it kind of feels sort of, the, sort of the same world there with the hair looking weird. But, you know, whatever. Mm. But no, yeah, no, I thought it played great. Uh, I played through the whole, like, all of the single player. I bought the DLC and played the extra uh, story stuff as well on top of that. So, And I played okay. a lot of the online stuff. So, yeah, I had a great time with it. And that was the only uh, version. I, I bought Mortal Kombat 10 on ps4 but yeah 11 i i played a shit ton of 11 on switch hmm. put like okay. a, put a good like so, 100 hours in there so i i think the performance wise it's just going to be what targets they to reach we tried to ask about performance targets and they gave the sort of perform performa answer of well we're targeting the same level of performance across all the platforms and it's like okay yeah. i i bet i bet you're looking at 60 frames per second on the other platforms and and 30 i would guess 30 for switch yeah. which Consistency is what's important, right? I yeah. Mean, if if it's a consistent thirty, then it's manageable. It, it worked uh, f- worked fine for me. Like I had a great time with it. But yeah, but there were obviously there was stuff missing. Like if you go to the when you go to the crypt, like the sky is mix is missing in the mm-hmm. in the switch version. I remember that where you look up, it's just all black. And if you're playing oh, really? it on any other system, there's like a moon and stars and stuff. But on the switch one, there's just nothing there. So like the whole <laughs> like moving around the crypt because you walk around with the character that was kind of a little weird on the Switch version, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It, okay, it worked fine. So, so I, I would say functionally the game, you know, with it being on an OLED and turn stuff, it looked gorgeous. Uh, that should go without saying. They did like a bit of a preview, hands off description of what's going on and the systems at play. Uh, basically, most of it it's gonna feel like Mortal Kombat 11. Like the the skeletal structure of that is there. Your basic actions and inputs the uh, that finisher move for a round. I forget what it's called exactly. Um, and then the big additions are the cameos. Yeah, yeah. Now you, now you can have people uh, show video. up. And I watched uh, I, I watched a video of it, and uh, Striker uh, from Mortal Kombat Three showed up, and I was like, Striker! I did I did mm-hmm. the I did the Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at, point at the TV thing, <laughs> but I but I did get excited for Striker because Striker's like one of the worst Mortal Kombat characters ever. What? I like Striker. Oh, come on. He sucks. But, it, but I mean, he's kind of a, a hilarious dumb one where he's just this cop dude from Mortal Kombat he's 3. He's got a gun. But I thought it was, yeah, yeah, he would shoot it into the air when he won. He's actually but, a crab. But, but, okay, I, but I, okay. I, I did laugh out loud when, when I saw when I saw Striker. I was like, really? Yeah, I mean, he, I think he's on the list of, uh, yeah, it's like yeah, one of those weird, it's like him and Bo Raicho, like some of the worst Mortal Kombat characters, but who Bo Rex? Bo Raicho. He's drunk. He's oh, a drunk fighter. Uh, so the, the 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 cool thing is that you have all the you. It's a new reality. It's a new world. It's a completely like rewritten. Like you have the same care. You have the same characters, but they're playing different roles. As in like again, a, a complete alternate universe. But then 
the cameo characters are, are assist characters, but they're all from like the classics. So like all like I got a whole different universe. Oh, so that's that's why we that's why we see Mortal Kombat three striker in there. <laughs> or like Mortal Kombat one, Sonya Blade or, or Kano. Uh, yeah, it, it's you know I, what I really respect about it is that. Oh yeah, I did see the old Kano in there too. Yeah, yeah, the, I noticed that. Where I was like, Kano looks weird. And I was like, well, I I didn't realize that was what it was. And, and yeah. he sure loves to do snot rockets he's real flemmy he's real flemmy he does like a if he does a cameo move he'll come in and like stab stab your like the opponent and then just like hawk a loogie it's like oh come on and then like before the (laughs) and they do a they they do a really good job of like the loading you'll have you'll pick your character they'll face off they'll like put their fists together and they'll have a conversation and then it'll pan out and you're in the level so them having the conversation is the load so you don't like it's like you know hiding the load screen you know like going through the hallway or something like going through the crev- the crevice you're like walk through a crevice and all of a sudden you're on the other side and that's like a load screen <laughs> you, you you remember Soul Calibur too they kind of they kind of had conversations you remember that where it's like stop struggling like they would you'd have their faces mm-hmm. oh, up yeah. there and you could press buttons and they would say stuff to each other on GameCube yeah 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 we had a lot yeah. of fun with that I, I think the cameo system one of the cool things is going to be that. Roster of characters is always really important to fighter, right? Like the the diversity of characters for a series like this, for it to also pay respect to its history and keep fan favorites in. This allows them to sort of have their cake and eat it too, because they can have the main roster that they want that has peppering in old and new, but then they can fill in the gaps with these cameo characters that don't feel tacked on like they're not fully fledged characters but the cameo moves you can punch them in almost at a moment's notice it's kind of like uh your tag fighter games where if you hit the button and they just come in and do a move and then bounce back out that's more or less what they're doing and then actually you can trigger them to be the ones doing the fatality as well oh nice yeah that's cool so so, yeah yeah So those who you have there, so they they could do fatalities. Also, depending on the directional input, a la like smash, how you when you tra- tag them in, you could have them do like a forward attack. We can have them do uh, an anti air, or like where they'll jump and shoot a projectile. They'll do different abilities based on the input, and that even includes like some characters. You can charge it. Uh, I was told later that Kano he does one where he does like the he just gets into a ball and spins. But if you hold the button down, he will sit there in the ball and you can let let it go whenever you want. You can oh, start yeah. mid-combo and have him rolling. Yeah, they did that. I mean, I think they did that in one end too as well. Like where you cuz you would hold the block and and uh, and do the and do the rotation to do it, but I think you had to let go before you went. But 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 now imagine I'm doing a combo while holding my right bumper yeah. to hold Kano on oh, the to, side. Oh, yeah, while it's your assist. Yeah. Yeah, so it's actually pretty like it's a really complex system that can be both like really cool for combos, but at the same time, like anybody could just press the right bumper once and all of a sudden they come in and do an attack. Nice. So, so since since they're like rebooting, like well, whatever they rebooted in nine also, but uh, since they're since they're like rebooting the story, I was thinking about this because, like I said earlier, I've been playing a lot of Street Fighter Six. Street Fighter Six like brought all of the original Street Fighter Two people into Six. Are they doing the same thing with Mortal Kombat One? Like, are they bringing like? all the original Mortal Kombat 1 characters as playable characters? Like, is Kano only assist? Or can you pick Kano? Or, like, what is... My understanding is that if they're a, a cameo character, they're not going to be a main roster character. The, uh, I think that they actually said that that's not correct, Joel. Okay. Ah, okay. I think that there was, all like, right. um because there's multiple, like, like the Sub-Zero versus Sub-Zero, that's, like, the brother. Yeah. So there's, like, they said that Sub-Zero... Oh, yeah, there was different Sub-Zeros in 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. 
So there will be a main cast, and then there will be also like again, uh, you can change out the, the there'll be a cameo. But they the, again they said that the cameo characters will be uh, ex- like exclusively those old universe people. I was just curious because if they're if they're going to reboot it and they're going to call it Mortal Kombat One, I feel like it it would be a really missed opportunity to not have the original cast of characters from Mortal Kombat One. Well, it's it's a different whole universe, so it's about trying to find who but, they but are. You think that's I understand, but we characters. should still have that. I mean, there's not that many. Like it's like what Johnny Cage, Sonya Bl- Sonya Blade, Kano, like uh, yeah. Scorpion, Sub Zero, uh, Luke Luke Kang, uh, Raiden. Like I think that's it. Like there's not really that many. And I know at least a good five or four or five of those are already confirmed. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would just be. I would be sad if they were missing. They have Raiden, mm-hmm. Luke Kang, but we don't know if so if it's going to be new Sonya, new Kano or not. We just know that they're at least the cameo characters. I'm not sure if they're going to be like, oh, yeah, by the way, they're also going to be in this universe as well. It's like, well, that I, I'm, we're not sure. They only gave us some. Um, I mean, Sonya has been a- like in almost every game. It'd be really weird to not have her in there as a, as a selectable character. Yeah. Like, I That's can't true. even think of one that where she wasn't in there. I know I know Johnny Cage got killed in a couple, but I think Sonya's been in all of them. And I think that and I do know Johnny Cage is coming back. Yeah. The trailer they showed us there definitely had him. Uh it was it was what uh Sub Zero Scorpion Lu Kang. No, the playable characters that we Oh were playable there. characters. Sub Zero, yeah. um Lu Kang, the the blind guy, the blind swordsman. Blind swordsman. Oh, I can't uh, think of his damn name. And then uh, Katana. Yep, yeah. Kenshi. And then we had Yes, Quan Quan Chi? No, 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 no. Quan Chi Quan Chi is the, Quan Chi. Is, the, is the bald guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I'm gonna Google it. <laughs> no, me, no, me. Too. I was like, I should know. I I know all these characters. I played all these dumb games. It is Kenshi. I was Kenshi. right. Yeah, it was Kenshi. Kenshi. Was right. I fucking right. said Kenshi. that without even looking it up. <laughs> Just remember you're absolutely that. Absolutely, were correct. I know the fucking I dumb Mortal Kombat character Quan names. Chi. I thought you said. I thought you said Kimchi. You're like Quan Chi. No, I Kimchi. actually thought he said Kimchi, and that's why. I said, <laughs> that's why I said Quan. I said Kenshi. I know who I Quan like, Chi is. <laughs> you were right. Difference. You were right. That we we called him the Lord of the Dance in Mortal Kombat Four because he does that crazy bow like when when you when you come into it. Oh, Mortal Kombat Four. I love Mortal Kombat Four. I had so much yeah, fun with that game. That's a badass game. That was one of my first PlayStation One games. Yeah. I played the shit yeah. out of it on sixty four. It was great on sixty four because because uh, they did all like real time cutscenes and all that, so they could do all the endings. Oh, the and and you see them now like in gifs or whatever. Like how stupid, like the Jarek ending, like all these like terrible endings, or like mm. what was it where uh where Johnny Cage gets like exposed as like the it's a failure that he is, and he gets like tomatoes <laughs> thrown at him after you beat the game. It, that game's awesome. I love mm. it so much. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, even you. <laughs> What were some of the other games at the show that uh, made an impression on you? What about uh? You mentioned it a little bit when you were talking about the uh, the Mickey game, but did you, did you get to play Sonic, the new Sonic game? Was that was that yeah. announced from there? We did get to play Sonic, and it it was announced from there. Yes. Okay. How was it? Uh, How does it feel? You're shaking your head a little bit. You, Not into <laughs> you it. Want me to start? What? Yeah, you can oh, go no. for it, man. Oh, you know, boy. I had high hopes for this game. game. I thought it was oh, great. Sonic oh, cycle. Oh no. First off, how big of Sonic fans are y'all? I'm a real big Sonic fan. I, I thought the I, game I'm looked okay. awesome. Yeah. I was, I was like, yeah, you okay. know, I was, okay, I was okay. in. I was like, I'll buy that game. So I'll preface this with the trailer didn't do any any favors. I will um, also let's also preface this with the fact that from the stuff I was because you know we're because you're we're around all these different journalists all the time and every once in a while we just would like hear someone talking on the side and so we just like our ears would perk up and we kind of get little bits and pieces of information that way so let's <laughs> preface this by also saying this, word, this person I'm might have said a thing <laughs> I'm told the build we played it, they're working on it mm. okay all right uh, go ahead Joel. Okay, so uh, you guys sort of got the gist of what it is by a trailer. It is a Sonic game, 2D side scrolling, where you can play as 
one of four different characters, Sonic, Tails, Amy, or Knuckles. They did tout multiplayer in the trailer, if I saw it right. We did not get the opportunity to play multiplayer. Uh, so all of our hands-on experience was single player. It almost... It doesn't quite feel like a Sonic game in this fashion. There's usually stuff littered around a Sonic level to go through and it'll make you zoom fast and you'll have like a bonus level or something. It feels like they took every idea they had and just sort of threw it against the wall for the first level or two that we had. So like we we not only had the sort of uh, uh, U-shape, you know, spin glide jump things. We also had those those sections where you sort of run on the side of the half pipe thing, thing kind 2. of going 5, on the 2.5 D where your character sure. all of a sudden right. right on the ground goes up against the wall. So in, in our experience, when you hit that, your speed just plummets. It's like you, it, oh. if you're going super fast, it almost just like forces a 20 mile per hour speed down. And then you're sort of, you can direct where you're going on that half pipe. And you usually have to, cause there are rings or obstacles to get around it, but then you spit back out of it and you have to regain your momentum a little bit uh, in order to get back to where you're going. So awesome. another interesting wrinkle is that there were at least two different special stages in each three, probably three, right? Cause, cause there was, there was one where Grapple it was hook? like the Sonic, the hedgehog one chaos levels. Yeah, where it was the the turning dial and having to bounce back and forth, but you were collecting some sort of medals at the end of them. Mm-hmm. We did not get to find out what the medals are for. I would guess maybe just like bonus content. I, I know Sonic Mania did something similar where you can, maybe like, it's like get gating stuff. gating in the level progression. Like yeah. you can't you got to spend money to spend these medals to get to the the next levels. Maybe I don't know. Uh, yeah, another one was just simply doing up a vertical shaft and collecting rings for a few moments and then the interesting thing is the chaos emerald stages it isn't just a thing of oh, get the chaos emerald so you can get supersonic each emerald when you collect it gives you a superpower and, and so there, there are six powers six powers maybe, maybe that's maybe. where i crawl scene slots for six yeah. so the stage to get them itself it's kind of this weird open bluish space with floating orbs and you're almost doing kind of a web swinging thing where you latch onto one of the orbs have to swing your momentum let go and drop off and keep going towards the the emerald itself uh the two that we had play weren't very difficult to get to i I assume it'll get tougher when you get to later ones but uh one of the powers were a water power where if there was a uh waterfall in the background you could turn into a liquid and sort of glide up that and then there was another one that it was that one where you saw like multiples of yourself on screen and it it was just basically like a kill screen kind of thing kill everything on screen or do deal lots of damage kind of thing Hmm. like it's like 10 of you would appear on the screen and it would be uh essentially vertical and they would all run horizontal and kill anything in the path Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. so i think functionally the movement is right you know, it, it doesn't feel like Sonic the Hedgehog 4, where it's like you messed up the momentum of the characters and they feel nothing like they're supposed to. Uh, so I, I'll give it credit to that. It is a very pretty game. Uh, I don't always love the, looks, looks really the 3D. Good. I really don't always love the 3D to 2D backdrop very well, but uh, they gave the right kind of shape. The way that they shade and color the characters still gives them that very cartoony, colorful look without it being distracting, and everything has this neat kind of motion. And I think that if you are not a stickler for it feeling exactly like old-school Sonic, there'll be fun to be had in there. Uh, I I think it's just an open question to me of 
of what they did in the couple levels they had us try, are they able to still keep that fresh with new ideas or will it be just sort of copy pasting it throughout the rest of the game? For me, I, I felt like a lot of the times that just they were finding reasons to slow you down. I felt like, you know, they, you know, they, there is like every once in a while on a Sonic level, you will find like there's like a, a little machine that'll like spin you up and give you speed. But those are like usually few and far between. They're not necessities and they're not littered throughout. And I felt like this, the two levels that we got to play had a lot of those because you just kept losing speed. Mm. Things were cutting your speed off. Things were like, you know, the waterfall, it's great, but the waterfall, like you go up a waterfall and then you're just standing still. Yeah. Um. These, these doesn't have the momentum. Yeah. The sideways like run, I would be like full speed and all of a sudden it would like slam on the brakes and he would start walking. You know, um, it just kind of felt like that. The special, like uh, the special levels were kind of like they didn't feel special. They kind of just felt like, oh, okay, this is another one of those things. And like even the music, like I, I kind of, I loved Sonic 1's special levels, mm-hmm. but this one, the music didn't feel like right. It just, it sounded like it just sounded very like low and not really exciting. Did they have it the didn't... Green Hill Zone song at least? Like that, that, no. that's a classic no, or, or a variation no, no, of that no, or whatever. And that was, that was a funny thing I saw reaction to later uh, after we were done is that there was a lot of buzz and excitement about Green Hill Zone being gone. <laughs> and, really? And oh, everybody's tired of it because they've used Hill. it so much. I love that song so much, though. It's a, it's yeah, a I guess so. Song. Yeah, it, it'll it'll always hit the uh, right receptors in my brain, given yeah, that we grew up with it. It's but, a great uh, song. It oh, is. Yeah. It is. It's a classic. So yeah, so it was it was uh it, it's fine. I just want I definitely like this is something I wanted more of. Like I, I got into this, I was like, yeah, because when we get we get our info, it's like, oh yeah, this is like an untitled Sonic game. And I was like, Yeah, Sonic Mania 2, let's go. Yeah, right. And then and then it like, oh, it's Sonic's, you know, superstars. Well, okay. I mean, it's not what I wanted, but you know, I'll give it a shot, and then you give it a shot. And like, okay, this is not necessarily what I wanted at all. Because yeah, I saw there was uh, somebody who was saying that it was like heavily inspired by Mania, so I thought it was going to be kind of the same idea, but like with more of more of a modern, like you know, because the graphic looks looks a little bit more modern and all that sort of thing. But that's a shame that it didn't really didn't really uh, work well with you. And I think that like what Joel's saying, they threw a bunch of ideas at the wall. It's like you know, they, the the superpowers, the like three different bonus stages. It's like it just kind of feels like a lot happening at once that are like kind of hard to keep track of. So it's like, oh, okay. I mean, I kind of get it, and I, I just don't know what everything does. Like one is for rings, one is for emeralds that give you these powers, and then one is for these metals that are collectibles, I guess. And it just, it just, yeah, it just kept happening like a lot of stuff just happening at once. And but we only got two powers, and there's there's six of them. So I mean, maybe this is maybe the six powers like really kind of revamp the stages, and maybe there's like a replayability function. But as of right now, for me, I was like, oh, okay, this is like, it just feels like they're every, all the extra stuff slows it down. But again, I, the preface is still there that uh, per uh, my understanding and from what I've overheard, they are aware of this and they are trying to um, keep, like, move the momentum up. And I'll just reiterate, we only got to play solo play. They they really emphasize the multiplayer or cooperative stuff in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, I don't, we don't have a feel for how it'll play when you're playing with other friends and stuff so so sticking with sega did you get a chance to play the like a dragon games those were not uh i don't, I don't think that I was know. summer gay game wasn't that like one of them was xbox, xbox presentation Showcase. right and uh okay well the yeah. the uh forever what was it infinite wealth i think was xbox and yeah that and it looks re- it looks really good it, that that trailer is really funny oh yeah yeah no they yeah they do the whole like austin powers where's the dick at sort of thing but uh yeah uh, <laughs> and also the other i i was actually very excited to see the other one uh, the erase my name or whatever 
Because I was oh, like, yeah. I was like, I was like, I knew Kiryu would never die. Like did did like what like two Judgment <laughs> games, but I was like, no, we got to bring Kiryu back. It actually made me more excited to buy more PS4 games because all these games I mean, are I still coming they, to PS4. So you know, I think that these are like aren't these the the Ishan games, right? The Ishan games. Well, no, 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 no. Uh, Ishan was uh, is a completely different thing. It's basically uh, it's old school Japan that has characters from the Yakuza series playing different characters no, in old school. Oh, yeah. Japan. No, I was wondering. I was wondering if this was that. Like no, another no, one no. of those. Because I, I was told that these Ishan games, there was more than one. Oh, well, I don't know about that. I mean, the, Ish- the Ishan game was was originally a PS2 game that was never translated. Yeah. And then it came out way later. I thought there was more than one of those. Is there not? That that, that, that I don't one? know about. But the but the one, the, the new Kiryu one is actually mm-hmm. a sequel to six. From from what oh, I saw, oh, I, you know, I I definitely agree that you can't get rid of Kiryu. He's the best, but at the same time, I'm also like, he earned a break. He 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 needs to retire. Well, he, well, he... well, now we need to know how he erased his name. Apparently, he made him made everyone think he was dead, and that's how he got out of six, which I haven't beaten yet. But uh, but apparently, that's what happened. And now you need to know. But oh. he's but he's a great he's a great fucking character, though. I mean, I yes, like yes, I said, I never is. played the Judgment ones. I I did play Like a Dragon, like the turn based uh, RPG one. And mm. you know what? I didn't love it as much as I love the old Yakuza games. Like I, I, I love the like beat 'em up RPG that you have, and like, and I mean, I, I've been playing the shit out of Yakuza Zero, or I was before Tears of the Kingdom or whatever came out. I put over a hundred hours into that game, and it's fucking fun as hell. Like I, I miss that sort of thing, and I, I never played any of the Judgment ones, but I liked like I like like Majima and and, and Kiryu and like that sort of world. So I figured they weren't, even though they said they were gonna you know, go away from it. I didn't think it was going to be gone for that long. You know, it's like, they're going to come back because yeah. Kiryu was too fucking I thought, I thought you would be happy with cool. the new guy, uh, especially with the dragon, uh, the dragon quest, you know, turn to it. Sure. I mean, I think it was more like I preferred like the beat em up than to the RPG aspect of it, I guess. Maybe mm-hmm. because I'm more familiar with the Yakuza stuff, but, and, and not, not that I didn't have a good time with, with like a dragon. I just played the other ones. They're they're more familiar no, to me, I guess, because I've played so so much more of them. Gotcha. But yeah, those were there. What, what else? What else? Nintendo things were were you able to to play? Let's see here. I have the so more explicitly Nintendo. Uh, Niantic was there with selling their wares between uh, Pokemon Go updates and Monster Hunter Mobile. It's yeah. Speaking of uh, Monster Hunter Mobile, is really kind of cool, guys. It's really kind of cool. You've tried but, it. I take it. Yeah, it's really like they did a really like how they, 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 they demo it for you. Did you? Is it like? Is it like a poke? Like, did you walk around LA and be like, "Oh, hey, there's uh, this monster"? How, do, how does how does it work? So they, they have, give you a demo phone and you just like walk away. Yeah, uh, yeah, they give you a demo phone that's got monsters on it, and the monsters can be small or like super giant, and uh, you you fight them. You fight them by tapping the screen, kind of like uh, Pokemon Go battles, yeah. but it's weapon-based, so, you know, and then you get a special ability that will light up after a few hits, and then swiping left or right will be dodging the monster's attacks, and there's, like, a perfect dodge that will give you, like, a crit on your next hit, so there's kind of, like, that. That's, that is part of the core gameplay. You know, potions and items, you, you will have to track them, you know, you will have to, like, look around and uh, you then when the stuff that you get from them, you then craft new armor, new weapons, and you can swap between if you want to be like, you know, the the double daggers or the bow gun or, you know, all these different pieces. And uh, it just looks really good. And like when the combat starts, you can flip your phone and the game flips and it's a full like a big cinematic view. And it's really rendered really well. Graphically, it looks really detailed. It just it, it just worked really fun. And like 
is also a lot of really drop in like oh wait, hey i'm gonna fight this giant monster and it's like invite your party you fight your friends to the party or invite anybody nearby and you press a button and you just like wait and someone will just show up into your party ready to go hmm. can you can you can you carve them you can carve them still right like carve shit out of them and make your, uh, I, make your i'm not armor. sure if there's an active carving but you can target pieces of the monster in your attack and off. that will yield yeah. the extra items that way okay. i cut uh, the tail off uh, another cool Always feature the they've got off. they've got paintballs so oh, okay if yeah, yeah. you see a monster in your area and you're like man i want to fight that but none of my friends are here you can tag them with a paintball and then have it appear when you're within range of people you want to fight it with oh nice so so that's a cool bit of feature too that's like um, monster hunter try callback there if you remember yeah, if you ever like, played that on wii like you could paintball them on that yeah, now, it, you used to not be able to. You used to have to track them by throwing the paintballs. That was always the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Rise like well, and yeah, they they've changed it a lot. But no, I remember doing the paintball on the Wii one. So yeah, it it, it works really well. They them showing it to us was a really good proof of concept. Uh, I was very surprised at how much it, how well it functioned. How much I kind of was like, okay, well, hold on, I want to try this guy again. Hold on, I want to try with this weapon now. Hold on, let me just. You know, and then I'm like, okay, we're having problems. Hey, can you get? Hey, 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 hey I know you're the PR guy, but can you get in here? Grab that iPad. Let's 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 try to finish this monster off. It, so it was fun. It, it emulates the Bid Boy Monster Hunter experience really well, and I think that given people who play this series of games are used to the grind of refighting monsters over and over and over to get materials, it's gonna translate really well to mobile in that way because the people who are going to get really attached to it are the people who are going to want to play it over and over. But can you only play it by tapping or can you like use a controller with it? It's going to be tap. It's going to be tap controls. There's only really like two, like you're, you're tapping to attack and then you only get the one special button. So there's no really, and and then it's the swiping to go forward, dodge left, dodge right, or dodge back. Yeah, I think that's where it's going to be a little bit separate a little bit from the regular Monster Hunter games because I feel like I mean what I loved about those is the you know the control and the a lot of it's oh like, yeah no, no this and the is frames and all, you know like the <laughs> you know this is absolutely the simplified like I don't want to do a ton I want the Monster Hunter experience but two buttons maybe three max mm-hmm. this is yeah this is a very very like oh yeah we shortened it up so like it made beginner. it so, yes exactly mm-hmm. I want the style I want a palico. Because you have the palicos are back, and uh, you know I want a palico to help me or do this or throw traps and stuff like that. It's like oh, okay, this is so they they really kind of made it so it's simple. Yeah, the palicos are cool. There. Did did you get to play uh, the Prince of Persia game, the new one, the two D one? Was that there? That was a big boy game that we were that we were not uh, privy to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we we fought, no we 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 just like like we're like leaving, and then I'm like, like I, I you know pull up a tweet and it's like man that Prince of Persia game sure was fun. It's like ah oh, damn it. We missed that one. No yeah. one told us anything. Yeah. What, what was a game you that was not on your radar that surprised you, and now you're anticipating it? Uh, Viewfinder. Viewfinder. Okay, yeah, I've heard about that one. That looks really cool. If you've liked a lot of those, like uh, the puzzle games, where it's like more based on your like how like how, how twisted you can you know take your view your perspective. Um. So what was the one that we played that we really liked a long time ago? That was like that. Um. Super, Super liminal. Superliminal. Okay, I love Superliminal. John loves that so, game. Fantastic. It was been, we've been uh, pushing it, it a lot on the show for a while. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. I think it's on sale right now, actually. So, so if you like Superliminal, this is your game. You find you find Polaroids that'll say like it's a it's a bridge, 
And wherever you put it down, like in your view, it creates a bridge. But what was cool is that it doesn't matter the terrain. I put a bridge, I, I, I turned the Polaroid upside down entirely and just plopped it in the middle of the like my field. And it literally cut through like the, it's like they they graphically just chopped off half the room. So the so it, it yeah. completely changes the geometry. It takes precedence. Kind of right. mind breaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and, and again, it's all perspective. Like one of them's like, oh, grab this item from this room in this pole. Like, oh, I got to put the Polaroid there. And there's an item in that room. F that. I'm going to put the Polaroid upside down. And it's like now there's no floor, but I, there's like a bench there. I'm going to walk on the bench and then grab the item. And he's like, you're just making this harder. And I go, I know. And that's exactly what I want to do because I want to make this weird. So it's 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 fun to like, you know, and then eventually you get a camera where you could take the photos yourself and then take a photo and then put it somewhere else and put a like just whatever image you're seeing somewhere else to really change the entire environment and make it so that you can finish a puzzle however you want. Train Jeremy, have you guys ever seen anything from this game? I no. actually hadn't heard about it until just now. Yeah, look, so. look it up. It's it's a trip. Yeah, it looks really impressive. I think it's For a me, PS5 game. For me, that was like my what like I think me and Joel is like one of our favorites of, of the the show. That was, that was PS5. Yay. <laughs> Jeremy has one of those. That. Hasn't played it in weeks, but I played it a little bit this week. Oh. Yeah. Did did you did, was was Faith Farm there? Did you get to play that game? We did. We did. Yeah. Did, Joel, what, what did you what, think of Faith Farm? What did you think? I, that, that's actually one I've been anticipating. I, I I heard a lot of buzz about it when it was announced on the direct. So maybe it's more of a reflection of how we played it, but the focus seems to be more on the dungeon crawling and aspect and combat and exploration than I expected. Mm. Uh, so Fay Farm, you're going to have your farm and a house. A lot of the farming we did gained EXP when we farmed and then, you know, replanted and uh, rewatered the rather than doing the individual tiles of watering or farming, it would like do a whole like four by four grid in one go that was if you want to use your magic right use your magic which is a nice feature to have but it's something you need to refill over time if you do it that way the houses themselves uh number one a lot of it's about customization so you get your pieces of furniture you can very granularly change the different color tones of each piece of furniture it'll have like three or four different sections that you can color and change but then there's also a function for your character's experience and leveling so It'll give you three different types of furniture or furnishing slots, and each item will have a stat attribute that when you install in that slot, it'll then give your character those stat boosts for when you are dungeon crawling and doing your combat and mining and stuff. Um, There are missions littered throughout the land, and it has a pretty wide map that you can explore beyond just your home and farm and town area. So there's a bunch of wilderness and stuff, too. And it has a nice feature of being able to mark certain townsfolk as waypoints if they're a part of a puzzle or a mission a you're going through. Yeah. So there's some nice earmarking that way. And then the dungeons themselves, they do remind me a bit of Stardew Valley. Uh, but there are some nice quality of life improvements. Number one, you do not have to select your individual tool when you're down there. So if if you walk up to a mineral, you don't need to sw- uh, switch to your pickaxe. You just hit the action button. It'll automatically use the pickaxe. Oh, that's nice. Uh, same thing if it's you a good go quality up, of life change. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's a nice little feature mm-hmm. or little bit of improvement that makes a, a marketable difference in that way and so it made it a lot more approachable a little less tedious going through the actions that way um 
beyond that, I would say it's it's as charming as it looks, you know. So if you liked what you've seen in the trailer, you're gonna get what you're looking for. I know there's been a lot of buzz uh, outside of us uh, about this game as well. Yeah, it's, I, it's I've very had my much eye a, on it for sure. It's very cool that that like uh, it's like oh, I want to get my I want to get my heart. It, it, if if did you guys ever uh, did you guys play a little bit of like a cult of the lamb? Jeremy did. Yeah, he's got that. Yeah, it's it, it's the idea of like a cycle, like a loop of okay, I need to make a couch. If I make a couch, because and it's like you see like a menu where it shows like your health, your your stamina, and your your MP. The stamina is how much stuff you can do during the day. Your MP is magic. Your life is your life. But it's like okay, if I built a couch and I slot like there's a slot in my life menu this is if i build a couch i'll get another like quarter quarter of a, of a life bar so i got to build a couch but to build a couch i got to go into the dungeon i go into the dungeon i build the couch i build my life bar and then that'll make it easier to go fight monsters in the dungeons so it's like a, it's a loop to like oh i'm building to make it easier in the dungeons and at a certain point you do get like magic spells and one of them ends up being like i can make myself invisible so at that point monsters aren't aren't like a, like a necessary evil anymore you can just like move past them so there is like a lot of a you go in there to grab stuff to build and then you build to make it easier to grab stuff you know it's like it's a it's a pretty nice loop that way and if you do like the decorative part of things too you can get up to three different houses over the span of the game so it, it gives you those like different blank canvases you can work off of and and play around with that as well i think there's what alex three or four dungeons total in yeah. the game yeah i can't I remember the said, i think she said i think she said four okay so it, it sounds like there's gonna be plenty to do uh it, it sounds like a you it feels like a unique take on that sort of sim life kind of game definitely i think if you're more into the explore I say that, mate. That, yeah, that would just that much that just might be the way we played it. <laughs> you know, just yeah. the, the action was a lot more compelling than I expected it to be. Did, uh, but I, I think there's something there for just about anyone. Did you get to play multiplayer? No, we did not on that one. Okay, I, I'm really curious. So you probably don't know uh, what I was going to ask is, uh, can you play it local multiplayer? Do you have to have two copies? Like I was, because uh, you know, my, my wife and I we we played a ton of uh, played a ton of Stardew Valley, and I I know Jess was really interested in this one and i was just kind of was like do i have to get two copies can we play on one like i was trying to figure out how we you know because i figured it'd be something we would we would play and i was trying to figure out what yeah that, that one we did not hear about we didn't know if it was local or not well i i remember in the in the direct it showed four player uh so i so i felt like that was a huge effort emphasis when it was first announced so was it's like, gotta be i, I wonder like, if it's because i wonder if i mean it's not, it's gonna be on switch so i wonder if it has yeah. to have a local i would assume it, it does say it's going to be local i think the question still stands for you trey is that will you have to buy a second copy and i can't say for sure on that yeah i mean i was just hoping yeah. we could just play it on the tv together or something like that but it, but i did right. think it looked really it, interesting at the you know i was like oh that looks like something we could play together oh absolutely yeah. and now it has a and now it has a full-on release date now uh, uh, there's been so many there's been so many different like you know whatever uh directs and it's we're in the non-e3 time right now i don't remember what's all in what's all in uh summer game fest and what isn't but was was the were the persona stuff in that or was that only in xbox like the persona the strategy game and the persona 3 remake was that a part of what where you guys so were at the xbox no? thing is actually under the umbrella of summer games fest i, was I mean like all, it, all this too as i was putting this outline together but I, I kind of figured it all out if you're on their website they'll say clearly what what all part of summer games fest and yeah. xbox but at the same time, I also was, feel yeah. like that's like Keeley saying, "Hey, we're going to stream it on our website." Sure. End of yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Some, some of these were very clearly just like satellite events to mm. 
uh, float around the Summer Games Fest and sort of latch on. To your point about Prince of Persia, you know, clearly there was some behind the scenes things being shown to people that uh, I figured that probably... would be to everyone, but yeah, you were saying it wasn't. So that, yeah, unfortunately, that, that surprised I, me. I definitely yeah. I would have been interested in trying that. It it, it I'm always for a two D platformer. So yeah, the main ones that were like kind of be- the the behind closed doors, like really kind of hard to see, were like Armored Core, Alan Wake, the, the, the Sandland. Sandland was apparently a real big one yeah, that everyone was, was like, cool. oh, this is very packed up and booked and you got to know people to kind of get into this one. We're like, oh, OK, like, I'm like oh. Sandland. Yeah, because it was the, it's the yeah, me either. It's, <laughs> a, it's a new game. For, uh, the, the main draw is it's the artist. Uh, I can't remember his name right now, but um, from Dragon Ball. Oh, Akira Toriyama. Akira Toriyama? Yeah. yeah. You mean from Dragon Quest? Manga. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know that Dragon guy. Qu- I actually thought it was. I was like, like art. From, I got a big book of a bunch of Chrono Trigger. I got a big art like, book by Toriyama right behind me here that, that I got mm-hmm. of all the original mm-hmm. designs. That's exciting. But I, but I saw this and I was like, "This is Dragon Quest, right? It's like the new Dragon Quest. But yeah, it's probably about time for a new one, right?" And then someone's like, "Oh no, it's Dragon Quest Monsters." It's like, "Oh no, it's it's a it's an action RPG uh, called Sandland." Oh, okay. Wait, I'm surprised I missed this because I cover a lot of I, I've I follow a lot of Dragon Quest shit. I'm on like a bunch of groups on Facebook and all that. I know. Well, I know. I know. There's well, Dragon Quest Twelve is coming out. Like aside from all this, we all know that. And they and there was the anniversary recently, and they did announce that there was a Dragon Quest Monsters new one coming as well. Yes. Yes. And uh and and one about the the anime the the Adventures of Die, which is an old anime that was remade. There's another one of those too. But I didn't know about the Sandland that apparently also has. Dragon Quest stuff, so and and is apparently t- based off a of manga as well. It looks like okay. Is it an is it a Square Enix game or is it just Toriyama's it's Bandai, Nam- Bandai, Bandai, Bandai Namco? Okay. Oh, okay, interesting. But they uh, that one apparently is not coming to Switch. Um, so but everyone was like, oh, uh, Toriyama, we gotta get we gotta get on this, we gotta get on this, and it's like, oh, okay, that that one is like hard to get get uh, get into. Um, I'm trying to think of was Alan Wake two, but there there wasn't any Persona stuff there. That, no, that, you saw. no that, was, that was all announcement stuff. As far as I know, there was no on-hands. Okay, I, I was just curious. Yeah, everything, yeah. It's just been a big like explosion of information everywhere, so it's hard to tell like where it all came from. Yeah. Well, this uh, is kind of a curveball, but what was the mood like when Nicolas Cage walked into the room? <laughs> uh, for, 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 uh, again, fortunately, we were on the plane, so we didn't, like, we were watching it, so we didn't get a chance to actually be okay. in, the, but, like, we we could have been there, but we didn't uh, make the time for it. But at the same time, uh, from my understanding, like, uh, since, like, you could buy tickets, uh, it was actually kind of a relatively chill crowd. I think that, uh, from my understanding, Keeley was a little bit, like, surprised that it wasn't as, like, jam-packed and crazy yeah. as like, they would have wanted. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's, that's, it, that was... I mean, what does Nicolas Cage So Nick, So, so Nicolas Cage is... DLC for Dead for, by Dead, by for Dead by Daylight. So okay. what, so what is he playing Dracula from Renfield or like what is he so what is he himself. doing in there? He's nope. himself. He's fully himself. He should he's be Dracula. A, he should be his I Dracula. Know, character. Unbearable talents or whatever the he is. Movie was. But he is in fact a um he's just a he's a survivor that you can now play yeah. as. And then on top of that, there uh the word is he did all everything. Like he did every single voice line. He did every groan grunt and groan. I believe yeah. it. He, he was yeah. he was very excited about about that. Like <laughs> it, it was a completely different grunting. completely different vibe from Al Pacino showing up at the Dame Awards and being like and looking like Why he's am about I to here? die. <laughs> <laughs> the um uh, what was it the uh, the the Devolver Digital uh thing I just watched earlier today and when they brought they were like here's the original designer of Volvi like I totally 
was feeling that part with uh, Al Pacino yeah. being on stage. Where oh, it's yeah. like, I'm about to die, but we brought <laughs> me out around. here just because <laughs> it's fun to bring old people out and put them on stage. Hey, look at him. He's going to die last in two video minutes. The game I played was Pong. We, I we mean, got, to be well, fair, Al Pacino, I don't think Al Pacino ever played anything. But what was it? Like, didn't Al Pacino just have a kid? He did, yeah. Did he? Maybe three. Well, but I was just like, it, I don't know. It's, it always Maybe bothers me when they bring out old, old crusty oh, people out just kid. to be I'm like, here's this person. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right, you know? You're going to have a kid soon, 83-year-old man. You need to like learn about video games because here in about 13 years, your kid's going <laughs> to play games with you. I mean, but that's probably like a seventh kid, I would imagine. Mm. Yeah, but it's I like know. we don't need we don't need this old you don't don't need to bring him bring him out there and make him stand for your very long uh, acceptance speech about how you won an award for your voice in God of War or whatever. It's like like come on, let <laughs> let, let the guy sit down. Like seriously, who was it? Like also, it was like, just more about the game studios having budgets for these people, and, and then also about... like what didn't like Mickey Rourke yeah. come out and he was just like sniffing all over the place. Not Mickey Rourke. It was what's his name? The other guy, uh, Michael Madsen. Mads Middleton last year. Ma- no, Michael Madsen. Oh, he did uh, Maddie Rocky, Madison, Rocky, Rocky City. <laughs> no idea. Yeah, oh, yeah Rocky. You lost yeah. me. Oh, 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 okay. oh wait, no, wait. Are you talking about Michael Rooker? Oh, no, Michael no, no. Rooker. <laughs> Wasn't he in one of them too? No, but he was a voice on one of the announced ones from the last one. Hold on, I'm gonna grab this now. I, I thought they were Mike, both in Rocky. Well, I thought it was Michael Madsen from uh, <laughs> My, Michael. Ma- Michael, Michael Madsen is Reservoir Dogs guy who cuts off the ear. Okay, well, but Michael Rooker yeah. is, he was is, in, is in that Rocky City game. It was Game Awards. Game, game yeah. Awards. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, was during the Game Awards. Michael Madsen came out to announce Crime Boss Rocky City, which is a very bad payday clone that failed immediately. Yeah, but Michael Rooker was a voice on it too. I thought. Oh yeah, you know, so. Vanilla Ice was in that one, and Billy D. Williams. There's a lot of people. Did in it one. come out already? Oh yeah, Pierre Toriyama. Failed, it failed instantly. No. I thought it was still not out yet. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, it's is uh, we're we're about at our break time. But what is? Uh, tell us anything else you want to say about uh, summer games that you played that you want to mention? Yeah, I'll, I'll make what mention of Haunty. So Haunty is an isometric top-down adventure game. Uh, the main tool or gimmick is a very Super Mario Odyssey style thing where you possess things as a ghost and, and cool. as a ghosts. And so you can possess things like turrets that you can shoot enemies with, but also you can possess a, a tower in the corner and make it tumble. You could possess a hill. You won't be able to do anything with the hill, but you can possess it if you'd like. Nice. And, that was uh, that was very funny because that's what the hill says to you. It's like, well, I don't do anything, but I mean, that's cool. <laughs> You're just over there like, hell yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was going to say, uh, uh, to, to be fair, uh, uh, not a Mario Odyssey thing. I think it's more of a Geist thing. If you, if you mm, the GameCube, yeah. they did it first, or Ghost Trick. Well, Geist was before Ghost Trick. Ghost Trick and Geist, yeah. Ghost Trick came after Geist, yeah. But but, uh, uh, but you're you're, tra- you're you're this ghost traveling through the afterlife. You have to be in spots of light to be safe, and then if you travel into the darkness, the farther you go, the more you're at risk of uh, dying. And, and most of the puzzles center around trying to get from space to space safely. Um, just seems like an interesting hook that people who like Nintendo would probably be interested in this kind of thing. Uh, Escape Academy. So they were there on site to both feature their new DLC as well, give some hands-on impression times with their Switch version, which will be the complete version, including all of the DLC. If you've played Escape Academy on other platforms, it's pretty much the same thing. Uh, You can expect the same kind of compromises that you'd expect from other ports, which might be like a little more fuzziness in the graphical fidelity, uh, 
slower frame rate, but it is consistent. So I think you're still going to get pretty much the same quality of experience with that. Mm-hmm. So if you like those escape room type games, uh, they're pretty excited about it and it, it looks pretty uh, sound. And, the, and that one's got good multiplayer as well. Yes, it's a, that's oh. a very good couch co-op multiplayer game. I think Joel's been Joel was streaming it with his wife for a, a long time where they were playing it uh, and because his wife's like I want to go to an escape room and I haven't been to one in an escape room and he's like well let's do it virtual yeah and it's <laughs> it very much because there was yeah. like because there's like what like there's like twelve levels and each one is its own escape room that's like thirty minutes long so mm. you do have like a lot of like options there right there, probably a lot cheaper than that. actually doing it in real life too little kitty bitch city uh, so if you liked stray at all but don't want all that serious crap that that's the game for you uh it's just this kind of big sandbox where you get to play as a cat and explore and do little things like pounce on birds or uh knock stuff off walls stuff like that uh but it's a lot of cute fun um cocoon was sort of the big best in show kind of game is that, that, is that the ron howard movie or what was that, that with wilford brimley <laughs> that was wilford brimley. I, I think i think have you seen the inspired uh, by <laughs> have you seen steve the, gutenberg, uh, twi- the steve gutenberg movie <laughs> there's a twitter account that does specifically like uh when actors reach the age of wilford brimley when he filmed cocoon and i think uh denzel washington or i think it might have been denzel that just recently approached that when they considered him like old or old person or whatever right because he was like because in cocoon they were all like seniors so it's like he is now the age that wilford brimley was when Cocoon (laughs) was filmed it's like the cocoon line i don't know it's an interesting twitter account it's a good twitter account I think he probably aged a little better than Wilford Brimley did, but <laughs> I mean, he ate less oatmeal. So cocoon, what really was kind of cool about it is the fact that like, it's your, you're kind of this like little person that's kind of going through and solving these puzzles, but the world is a, is like techno insectoid. Like everything is like a, is, is, is like, imagine it's um just these, these wires that are, that are pulsing with electricity, but they look like a spider web. Or um, you know, you you uh you're finding like a dung beetle, like you're rolling a ball around and and moving it into this like this section that's like a full, like like it opens up in this whole electricity, and then you gain wings like you're a beetle flying around. It just it it really has this like really cool aesthetic to it. It's got a a very specific look that felt like that that I don't know, it just felt like very natural, like to me to see this like cool. Like I was like, oh, okay, I'm I'm sold on this world. Just just the world alone. I'm like, well, okay, you know what? I get it. That this mix of like insect and technology would 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 exist, you know? And the uh the int- one of the interesting hooks is that at the first puzzle you do, you're in this kind of Adobe rock kind of backdrop, and you will go across this world and you'll get to a point where you will jump out of the world and you'll suddenly be outside that world in a different environment and you will pick up that world in an orb and then that will become your tool to then solve puzzles moving forward and and you had a taste of sort of jumping back in and out of it at certain spots during the game too so it does that really cool like mixing up the puzzles and keeping the environments fresh in that way uh the boss battle what they had was some sort of wasp it sort of standard fare but it had a lot of cool uh things like if you die it's not like a great game over screen it was more like you got shot out of the orb and then you just jump back in and, and go again so there's no hard stops to it you were uh, kicked out of the world yeah right right so it's just a lot of clever hooks very well designed game it's annapurna which helps them a lot with the kind of polish and nice. high expectations for it. 
I was about to take a break. Did, did is there more to talk about about uh, summer games or what? What's everybody's schedule here? Do you do you need to do you need to bounce out, Joel, or what's uh, what's going on? Yeah, I'm afraid I'm going to need to bounce here. Alex definitely would probably have more to share <laughs> if yeah, you want to dive deeper into that. Okay, uh, well, I, I yeah. just if you're if you're leaving, I just, just want to do like a sign out thing or something. Just let everybody you know know where to find you and all that. No, I appreciate it. So Twitter.com, my uh, handle is Lolmanade with a zero in the front um super gg radio is where you can find me for all your video game needs uh he'll reiterate that later i'm also working on the front row network with binge buddies and afterthoughts which is a book club with my wife uh so feel free to follow us there otherwise thanks for having me on and you know i'd be happy to come back whenever always always a pleasure thank you so much for being oh, here, absolutely Joel. thank you for being here thanks and uh yeah Good we're we're, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll talk about more games and uh more other stuff so uh stay tuned Hey, you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! Wow! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and hey, Mario, let go. Whoa. 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 He's throwing us back to the show. So long, gay Bowser. Ah! Ah, patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. Game over. back from the break 
let's talk about Tears of the Kingdom. Or let's talk about games that we got and games that we've been playing. Start off with John, because I think you got a limited amount of time. Yeah, did I talk last week about getting the Master Sword? I don't think you had it yet last week. Okay. So I got the Master Sword, and I'd set upon getting that uh, before I'd gone on to the next uh, uh, dungeon. And uh, coming upon that, I, I, I did not realize the challenge that laid ahead, and I I was not uh, up to snuff defense wise. Oh, you did you did mention that last week. You talked about your about you being because we we tried to be like you know sort of like secretive about it but all of us have the master sword now so i guess we can kind of oh, talk know. about we it as of this week i do yes and i have to say i don't know about alex i have not played tears of the kingdom not out of any particular reason except for like open world games no are, real, are real bad for me i figured like, you I hadn't oh, i figured you were just playing other stuff because of uh obligations for reviews and whatnot that you just hadn't got to it i i can't i lose the plot i need like something to hold my hand i'm real bad about open world games i played skyrim for like 30 hours and then realized i had not done anything and i was just like i don't know i don't i don't want to do this anymore sure, I, I yeah. need skyrim i've never successfully been able to play i bought it three times now i think I've never yeah i bought it like four times it just it's just something about it i need something to drag me along or else i just lose motivation real fast that's a that's a problem with me it's very real i'm, I'm actually kind of in the same boat right now with the uh, with tears of the kingdom i'm sort of like uh I haven't played it for for days, but uh, well, that's because there's this game called Street Fighter Six that I'm uh, fully in love with that I'm playing more than anything else. But yeah, I, I was like, I wanted to try all, the, I wanted to try to get all the shrines, and and I tried to get all the roots, and I just, I don't know, I got kind of got kind of bored with it. So, but I need to get back. I need I need to get back to the story stuff, I guess, to try to pull me through it or whatever. Yeah. You know? When I talked to you two weeks ago, you'd finished all the dungeons, which I I will say for the record, I'm only no, two dungeons. Only in. four dungeons. There's a fifth dungeon. That oh, I there is a fifth. Yet. Okay. Yeah, well, there was a fifth okay, place okay. that I need to go to, which is the castle, and so I figured that's another dungeon. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. Because the rings, because I only have four rings on my hand. There's a missing finger of another sh- another person, which is probably Zelda. You already know that. You've all seen the tears. You've all gotten the sword. You know. I know what the tears mean. Mm, I don't yet. Know. But in in the, in the break, I was saying that Jeremy has like fully surpassed me because I what I, I have hundred what I have one hundred twenty two shrines and you how many do you have? You have like one hundred twenty eight or something like that. Yeah, I'm at one hundred twenty six, and I've gotten all the roots. And you got all the roots, uh, so so you know where all the so you know where all the floor ones are, or maybe you already have them. Yeah, because there's one hundred twenty of them. Well, no, I don't have all the shrines on the on the uh, ground level because the ones up in the sky are a separate count. So. No, a, a lot of what what I have that bo- boosted me that high, I've actually because I completed the sky map, I actually went up there and I've been spending a lot of time up there trying to like complete all the those quest shrines and um the, the sky is just like I posted on Twitter this week, but um maybe someone's already said this, maybe it's not an original idea, but I feel like the depths like I'm, I'm going to do a Minecraft comparison here. The depths are like survival mode. The, the ground level is like adventure mode, and then the sky is like creative mode. There's like not very many enemies in the sky. Where they are, they're like relegated to certain like sections. So you can, there's big open spaces you can go to where you never have to worry about like skeletons popping up or what, like Stalfos or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And you can just kind of play around. So like it's more like creative mode. And then, of course, the ground levels where all the stories happening and, you know, all the characters and shit. And then like the, the, the depths are kind of like what, 
Nintendo threw in here for the get good gamers. Like we want, we wanted to have something that was a little tougher that really kind of maybe felt like an expansion, but it's part of the game still. And I love the depths. I think they're my favorite part of, I thought the sky would be, but I think the depths are the coolest part of this game. One, our, our, our friend of the show, uh, John Wedgworth, uh, which we had on here, like our first, like, Tears of the Kingdom came out episode. Uh, he he sent he sent me a, a text like with he's like I, I completed all of, all of the routes, and, but yeah. he said something cool that I that I didn't realize. But and I'm sure you you know this because you got all the routes. But he was saying that you know that the the depths are the inverse of the of the of the uh, ground above it. So you know when there's like a you know there's like a mountain here, it's like it's like the there's same but under blue. it. And or or actually the main thing that really helped me a lot is whenever you see a river. That's like an impassable wall in in the depth, so you have to go That's around odd. and then it, come it back really down. It really is kind of yeah. like an inverse, like in a in a way you wouldn't expect. Like it's not an underground river, like it would probably be in real life. Like that becomes an impassable, like it becomes a wall. Well, but, well, because it's like well, the, maybe the water is much deeper than you think, so it goes all the way. I mean, it's an. It, I just didn't realize that because I was having a hard time finding the roots because I would run into all these impassable walls, but I didn't understand that those were the rivers above it or the water or whatever yeah. is that that's why you can't go through it. I mean, there's a language to it and you just kind of learn it as you go. And I think that's a fun part of it. Like I didn't look at anything to figure out how to get anywhere in the depths. And, mm-hmm. um, well, I looked at the map, I looked well, at the I map in the game, just throwing those bright booms around and, you know, no, I didn't look, I didn't look to find out what yeah. hole I had to go through to get the auto build. But other than that, like the depths were, the depths are pretty much you can do it however you want. They really do just let you do what you want. Down yeah, there. I, I didn't look online. I'm just saying I looked at I looked at the map and I was like, oh well, I can't go through there because there's there's water there. But it's interesting because like, yeah, it is the it's the is the full inverse. Like it's like when you're on the regular ground, it's like oh well, there's water, but you can just float over it. But when you're in the depths, yep. it's like well no, you can't though. Now there's there's this impossible impassable wall, so you have to come up and then come back down and it you know it's it's a good Whereas way to like just are, there's like big chasms and stuff so yeah like, yeah. Um, yeah it's odd um i will say you know i love it uh there was one instance because of the fact that the you know the inverse of the ground or the underground and the the ground level um i did actually find a root from a shrine and not vice versa because mostly i found shrines from the roots oh yeah I've, easier, I've done both too. you can literally see yeah. all them but no there's only i've only found one root based on a shrine that was the only one because i just like once i focus on something in this game i just keep doing it so mm-hmm. and i was like this week because like i didn't i wasn't on the show last week because stuff was going on but um you had to get married just like <laughs> i went to a wedding i was not getting married no i know that there uh, was there was <laughs> they they uh if listen to the episode they they say congratulations jeremy i was like no, no <laughs> not not yet not Aww. yet not yet it's on I was like, not yet, but yes, it's on the way. It's coming. I mean, I, I'll take a congrats any day. I, I mean, my I mean you're engaged. So That's just fun. You're almost there. Fun. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I wasn't here last week, but like the week before I just focused on the depths. Like I actually wanted to come on the show and be like, I finished the depths like last week, which I had not, but I finished them this week. So that was like my big, my big thing for the week was getting all 130 roots and, uh, or 120. 120, sorry. Yeah. And, uh, Which I was right, was, by the way. I said that a couple of weeks ago yeah. that they were all connected, and apparently Robbie tells you that, but I, I, I don't know. Right? I, there's I, a lot yeah. of yeah. There's a lot of stuff in the game that I sort of like missed at the beginning, and now I'm going back, and I'm just still finding NPCs telling me stuff that I wish I knew like 200 hours ago. You know, but whatever. That's what's great about this game. Like, here's how you use a bow and arrow. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's giving me. I mean, I hate to be cheesy and. You know me. I'm going to compare it to Elden Ring, but 
it does have more in common with Elden Ring than other Nintendo games in the sense like, well, not just the depths, but it really does make you want to play it again because you're going to be able to... so good. Oh, I fucking love that game. I played it so much. It's yeah, dumb. but I mean, but what, which one's better? Tears of the Kingdom or Elden Ring? Elden Ring, sorry. Tears Still? of the Kingdom's good. Here's the thing about that I always say, and I even was saying it back when I was playing Elden Ring. There's no... F- real like physics and Elden Ring, you know. Obviously like the world's set up in a way that makes sense physically, but physics aren't a thing. Like that's just not with with the exception I guess there's some platforming, but that's pretty janky. Um you got the double jumping horse which helps a lot, but yeah, if not for the double jumping horse, the 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 platforming would be just downright abysmal. But uh That's true. Yeah, that that platforming horse is real sick. Oh, oh, Torrent's the best. But I will tell you the the physics stuff in Tears of the Kingdom and like what that invites with experimentation and just creation and I don't know I just you could kind of pull yourself away from Elden Ring to like work on your character builds or maybe you have like an area you like to like test out your builds or something just explore and kind of, explore exactly. else out or yeah. not maybe not even exploring like I would have like certain areas where I was like I've got this whole path because I've used this to rune farm in the past oh yeah maybe what i use to test this build see how it goes for me you know maybe depending on the build or whatever but anyway i uh that was the the closest i could say to like just having like a little creative fun whereas tears of the kingdom like if you wanted to just stop playing the game and just build stupid machines you could just that's all you that would seems have to, to be that's, that's what do. people are doing yeah. that's why tiktok like algorithm a, and it's amazing i don't i, I don't I really like the uh the i think it was this past couple of weeks they discovered that when the laser hits the the yeah you can make music right the anchor if, if you, you can make music so oh, people have the already stake. started making music the, the stake yeah yeah the stake depending on how much of it's wow. sticking out of the ground the note kind of changes but they discovered I mario maker like in the game bit. pretty much right that was that yeah. was just discovered this week wow yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, and there was, of course, the the, the thing I, the, I had mentioned earlier, where it's like they built like simple computer switches, yeah. so that you can have like logic switches, and and it, like they're like we're gonna build something. We got okay, logic now. Actually, the fact that I've we seen, now have ones and zeros. I we saw can that. Do I saw that that's, too. Yeah, that's cool. I love that. All, you know, like I said, like Mar- it's, it's like stuff. Mario Maker two again because people were making the multi stage rockets too. are really cool that people are doing. Yeah. I love no, that I Nintendo think, knew think... about all this stuff, the music and the computer making and all that, and they didn't say anything about it. They just let people discover it on their own. Question whether they sure? did. That's kind of the thing about this stuff is that they give you the tools, but they're like, I don't know. What are people going to figure out? I We didn't figure out that much. I mean, I, I mean, did they know that much? About, I mean, they didn't I mean, know, they didn't like know about the item duplication, like, and then they... Yeah. Oh, they like, if, if you got the stakes in the ground, they make different notes based on how high or low they are that's intentional that's not i mean that, that's a, that's a that. nintendo detail yeah for that yeah. word but i don't think that they i mean maybe they thought that you'd make i mean that goes back to mario it. maker with how what is it how high the music note blocks how are, high any of like, any of the yeah that was obviously there. intentional yeah. as well yeah yeah um i i had a I, had, I did have a jeremy moment um so uh so Jess and i we we went to we went to tennessee for the weekend um uh, for a wedding thing we we had a, we did a went to a wedding thing too but uh, I remember I was giving you a hard time about running out of arrows on the show, and I ran out of arrows myself <laughs> when I was in Tennessee playing the game, and I was fighting one of those like underground uh, the gloom uh, frogs or whatever the fuck they're called, uh-huh. and I ran out of arrows uh, trying to fight that thing, and I, I realized that you really, I mean, for me, I couldn't do anything without arrows because if you can't stun it, and I tried to jump on it multiple times, but I could not hold on it because it would keep jumping on me. And I kept getting it's just hurt. Like, uh, it's the yeah. Triceratops boss. What was it called? 
not Goma. What's the name of the or uh, uh, starts with a D? It's a, the second boss in Dongo. The Dongo, yes. Where, where Dodongo, if you don't have yeah. the bombs, you it's can't like, beat it. It's like yeah. a Dodongo. It's like a Dodongo. And you can yeah. use the Zonai bombs. You don't have to use. Well, I, I, I was just. Uh, I was. Because I, I would shoot it in the eye and then, then it would get stunned and then you jump on it and then you attack it from the top. But I could oh, not. Oh, no. I feed, it, I feed it bombs. Oh, I, I didn't. And then I go attack the thingies. I didn't think about that. Anyway, I ran out of arrows and I left. And I was like, all right, I'm out of arrows. I need arrows. So I basically, I teleported to every town that sold arrows, and I got 150 arrows in like a couple minutes. So I just basically just went around and just bought everything. So I'm I surprised there's arrows. no, there's not crafting in this. I was actually kind of surprised they did. There that is, seems like there that is, was a logical you, wait, place to go. Wait, but there, to the, a certain extent, on, there wait. is with like the recipes and the, there is crafting. You're fucking sticking is, things together to make fucking. I'm talking, like, sorry, that is crafting. Gundams or whatever. About, like, that's crafting. <laughs> I'm talking about finally being able to like make your own arrows or make your own get arrows. Oh, okay. into the mech, okay. Cindy. Yeah, I was like, like you can stick everything together. There's items. crafting in there. Like I think that's kind of its no, own it's detriment. Crafting, but yeah, but I just meant like you're not wrong. There, Build your sword so, from yeah the elements and all that stuff. Yeah, there's so many. Yeah, right. There's so many collectible items in this game that it, it feels like Alex just said like kind of the logical step to be like okay yeah well maybe you're. Ca- Getting ironing it's too, or you know, whatever else. I mean, but I mean, I mean, no, I guess right. that, you you are making food recipes. That's like the other right, thing. That's it's like, well, but, but no, but that thought but, process is a little flawed, and, and I and I thought it too. I was like, yeah. there's not really any crafting in this, but it's like, well, you're not crafting items, mm-hmm. you're crafting food, and that's the extent of it. And you are crafting weapons, but that's like on the fly, not so much. Yeah, but I'm with Jeremy. You, you should totally be able to make your own arrows. Like, what the fuck? Like, you have yeah. a bunch of dumb shit. Like, you could totally make that. And you're always that. killing like birds and stuff if you like kill everything, like I do. So I collect feathers. You know, like Elden Ring, collect feathers and collect pieces of flint and make weapons. You collect flint all the time in this game. You do, yeah. I have so much flint. Uh, yeah, flint and uh, amber. <laughs> yeah, it's all over the place. Oh, what what was it? Uh, there was a joke. That, there was a joke that I would say to Jess whenever because you we would work like really hard for like one one treasure, and it's like oh opal, here it is. <laughs> it's like it's, it means nothing, <laughs> you know. And I, <laughs> and I sold all my opal. I was like, or well, it's like a I, weapon. I sold a good amount of it. I was like, I have like three hundred opal. What the fuck am I supposed yeah. to do with this? Shit? Nothing to temple. your other. I was thing. like, yes. I dumped all my opal because what yeah. what use is this anymore? Yeah, you exactly. attach it to your other things, right? I think I think for the most part, it's just to sell it, and then maybe you want to keep a, a handful of each item just for the uh, elemental. Yeah, you can a... put on stuff. Maybe maybe you have to use it to make some new armor or whatever. I mean, you might just randomly face an enemy that you're like, oh, I wish I had like. I wish I had uh, opal to shoot at them base. with my arrow. Or exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you'd want that. You want to? I I just want to keep like a, a my opal arrows. Of, I, I, it's Opal, I mean, an old standby, you know, it's like one of the oldest names and it's like one of the best arrows. I, I mean, I do the same, I do the same thing, like for anything, like, well, I did it with Monster Hunter. I was like, well, I, I have like 80 of I them, so I'll sell like 50 yeah. and then still have 30 mm-hmm. or whatever. But, but we, we all have the Master Sword now, right? It was oh, really, dude. it was really cool to get it. And that thing was all nice and whatever, but. I wrote, yeah, I, I liked the, the adventure to getting it. I think it's, it was really cool. It was one of my favorite quest I, to get the master sword i like getting it but once i got it i thought it was pretty worthless <laughs> I got it ruined. I, the quest ruined a little bit for me because i accidentally found a tier that I, I didn't even realize i was like within one of the geoglyphs and i just walked up to somewhere and it's like it let me hit the a button i'm like wait what's going on here and it was one of it was like the second to it was the very last one they give you before yeah where you get the cutscene and then you see the other part yeah so i was like what the fuck 
So I had I figured it out like a week ago. I'm like, oh shit. Well, like that pretty much told me everything. And so like everything else I've been getting in the meantime, you know, I've been putting the pieces together in my brain, but I was just well, like, not okay, yeah. well, that kind of got ruined for me by the game itself, because I just walked <laughs> to the wrong place at the wrong time. Well, well, not necessarily story based stuff, but the but yeah, the Master Sword in itself. Uh so basically what I did in the game, uh, you know, you make your weapons, you make your good weapons, and then you make a shitty weapon just to break rocks with. That's what the Master yep. Sword is for me. It's my That's shitty weapon to break rocks with. But it's, it's very useful for fighting the Phantom Ganons. Yep. I didn't know that it was strong against, against that, and I've yep. never used it against it because I've only used I've arrows. I've played every so Phantom Ganon. Once I got the Master Sword, like, I don't, like, the Phantom Ganons are, like, so I haven't easy. killed any of them with the Master Sword. I didn't actually, I just found out about it. A couple days ago, when Jeremy put it on Slack, I've killed them all with arrows mm-hmm. and, and with my own heart or something. But you're right about <laughs> getting like just get to an elevated spot. And, yeah, like, just get an elevated and... spot and just shoot them. And but, you can you can but, make your own with too. The master sword uh, crash down attack from the air. It, it's very very effective. I've been fought one since I got it. And <laughs> on the multiple the hand because you can like kill multiple hands at once. Yeah. I, I mean I think that the problem might be that they like you have become you have become you know as you know as be- you have become as gods. You, they gave you too much mm-hmm. and too all of a power. sudden now your 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 trophy has become you know nothing to you. You're like ah this, this is just garbage now. I'm gonna throw it in the pile with the rest of the garbage. Well I felt like uh, I, not I, another I, Phantom Ganon trophy. Um, I guess the thing for me with the Master Sword is it was too similar to the last game. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, it runs out of energy. Okay, yeah, it comes back to life. You can attach I mean, stuff. I like that you, you can, can attach, attach stuff to it, but it's fucking worthless because it breaks so quickly. It's like, yeah, you want to throw well, your shit you away, kind of attach it to your, your fucking away. sword. I think you're right, Trey, to use it as your utility, like as your. I uh, use it as my shit sword because it's yep. dumb. It's the only thing the that will come back when it breaks. The- is all hilarious. <laughs> well, they couldn't make it. They they couldn't make it the most powerful weapon. They could have made it worth something, game. or they. I will say, I think, they could also I think give it, you a fucking damage it, level. They won't even tell you what yeah. the damage level is. How can you even compare it versus yeah. the other? But I'm just trying it to think from the point of view because they got this. Yeah. You know, this is the you know the King Arthur Excalibur Holy Sword of the game. You know, on the story level, but on the practical level, what in a game where you can build all your weapons and. To, to just have this thing in your back pocket all the time that would be the most powerful weapon would what if it disincentivize you, you to build the things, other stuff like i mean when the only that would the be only the item move. that you get double yeah. you attach two there you items go. that's cool and that's you have zero base level but it's like creative mode for your weapon yeah sure and then you can, can like cool. combine your different items like to yes that would be cool in, but, in, you know, in Breath of the I Wild, when I got it, it basically became my weapon that I would use all the time because it would break and then come back to life. But And it was less powerful than the other well, ones, but it would be, still come you back. You had to fight the know? fucking Guardians all the time. And it helped on the Guardians. That's why I was like, what the fuck is it yeah. good against? Because I think, it seems I also just think my shit sword on this. I might be wrong, but I think it might be stronger against the like the constructs as well. Mm. I'm probably it's wrong. A, because yeah. Maybe, I don't know. I don't even know if the Master Sword's connected to the Zonai at all. I just got uh, three things, and then I got a jet. One is that I built my house, finally. And when I did, you built your house? Okay, cool. I was Um, the the first. You you got to the first. But did you also notice that when you you, you had the the ability to put on those angled rooms, did you put a Triforce on the roof of your house? That's what I did. Nope. Oh no! I, I never, cool. I never used the yeah. three that ones. I just cool. used the four ones. Yeah, put the Triforce cool. on the roof. So when you're flying over, you just see a big Triforce. 
That's, that's how you know cool. it's your house. Oh, I, I put I, I dropped the I dropped the heroes uh, the the teleport thing right in front of it, so I can just go right to which it you don't I need want. to do because there's a shrine right by it. Like, yeah, but you can go to the door. Fuck that shrine. You can just. That's true. You can actually trust me. Well, I, I I'm not using any of the other hero medallions, so it's fine. It's the one that I'm using will be in front of my door of the house. I, the way <laughs> I have my house laid out, like California style or whatever, like, like uh, a big ranch with, with chicken on the pizza. Yeah. Sure, yeah, it's the yeah, California it's, uh, style. <laughs> no, no, it's like what was the time the, I thought that meant bad. Opens into for a pizza. Big, there's a big. It does mean kind of bad. Yeah, <laughs> like California Pizza Kitchen, terrible. There's a big courtyard. I've got two stables, and then I've got like all my room. I got one room for each storage type, and I routinely will go through and make sure I've got all the strongest stuff there. And I'm never actually using it, so I've got like some really strong weapons that are I just don't actually use because I like well whenever I go back. But yeah, I put my, my weapons that are almost heal. dead in there so they can just live on because they're do, about to we die. We all do different, yeah. Uh, I put but anyway, um, yeah. only one I'm weapon, sorry. just the one with the with the moving skulls because it looks cool. Well, so you could also put up a photo in one of the rooms and and so i thought maybe i could go to my compendium nope can't use the compendium for the photo in your nope only the album room either only the album and so all i had was like a couple of shitty photos and so i put a a photo of a of a dead fish laying in the grass perfect that's it (laughs) there you go so i've got two different rooms that will let you show a picture for some reason and i um i mean you can probably buy more than one two rooms well i use those two rooms to do like photos within photos so i've actually got a picture of me standing up like doing this and then like each of those photos has multiple photos of those two yeah rooms we talked about that last week awesome. that people that you Did can you? you can create the the tunnel like if you just yeah. do if you just keep retaking because i saw somebody uh That's put, it, put it up on uh on youtube or tiktok or whatever and uh yeah where they basically but they they put on a different outfit every time but yeah it makes yeah. like the the infinity the infinity tunnel yeah that's that's awesome. i saw that so and then if you have two next the... to each other it's a lot easier because you can have those two pictures change and huh. mix it up more i found a color, couple of cool things one right before the show i found the fierce deity, deity mask i have so that I actually got... one. yeah that was I in the depths. Try it out yet because I found it just five minutes before the show. Cool. I think I think then, it just uh, ups your attack power, right? That one's expensive yeah, it looks cool. to upgrade. Is it? Mm-hmm. It, re- it requires more rare items to upgrade it. Oh, okay. Well, because you get it from the Coliseum, right? Where you have to fight all the other people. Yeah, yeah. one of the Coliseum. No, I got it in a different place entirely. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I, thought, I, thought, I thought I got it. In the, I statues? thought I got it in the depths where you had to fight all the different uh, enemies. I got it in I a think, cave. I think that's where I got my midnight. Oh no, no, you're right. Yeah, maybe the fierce deity wasn't it. Fierce deity, remember if you're flying. Fierce deity was the the first classic piece of gear I got. No, I think you're right. No, I was I was confusing it with the midnight helmet because yeah, the midnight helmet was the was the Coliseum one. Uh, And then uh, the other thing was in reference to what I said at the top of the show. I found Tingle's Chasm on Tingle Island on the east coast. You found Tingle's three islands in a row, but spelled E. I was going to say, isn't it spelled E L? Yeah, Tingle's Chasm, isn't that like you found his butthole? It's a sex thing. I, I did. I, <laughs> yeah. And there's yeah, a treasure a in there, chasm. too. You went in Tingle's Chasm, he had a Tingle gas. I did. Yeah, I bet he did. We told the these... whole island moaned. No, if, it was like a, there, it, you, when you go in the chasm, it actually flashes on there. It says Tingle's Chasm, which is just the funniest thing wow. to see on your, on your screen. And then uh, in it's there is, is a treasure. Um, anybody care to know what the treasure is or care not to know? I is got it, it already, but you could tell. Is it Tingle's Helmet? Or his whatever. Surprisingly, no. It's the uh, um, it's the hat and hair and ears from from uh, 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 linked to the 
no, not Link to the Past. The Game Boy one. Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening. Yeah. Oh, oh, the 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 like the cartoonish. Oh, whole I've, thing. Not, I've not, seen right? people. It's yeah, not I've seen the cartoony one though. It's not that oh. one. It's it's like the Game Boy Link's Awakening. Maybe I don't have. So it. it's black and white. It's not black and white, but it just makes reference. It's in color, or but it just makes reference to color. this person was a hero of the wind. So. Hmm. So is it the wind armor? It's a there's like face. a wind. There's a hero of the wind set. It's not. It's not. Uh, not part of a you know, armor. The a, yeah, it's the, the head or whatever. But there's no face on it. It's not. It's not like the switch remake. Oh, okay. thing. Which exists. So, yep, that does exist. Yes. Yeah, I think you might have got something I don't have that I thought I had. Hmm, that's interesting. I mean, it's in the depths, and you you went through all the depths. Well, I've actually been going through and just like you know vacuuming up the shit or mopping up whatever they say like <laughs> i went through but i wasn't actually paying attention to stuff so i've been going through and finding it's hidden stuff. pretty deep in there and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, i i found it tingles chasm. Like, it, it's deep into tingles chasm the there. treasure you gotta I mean, go you gotta go deep let's be clear Ugh. let's just be, make sure we're clear i found a treasure map i i found the treasure map i think somewhere in the sky and so that will That's point me it to is. it yeah. yeah do you so so you you've uh you've plundered <laughs> Speaking of the castle, <laughs> so, so, so you plundered all of the depths, Jeremy. I say those other islands are named after other Tingle brothers as well. Like it's right, not Tingle and Angle or yeah. Wingle Tingle or whatever brothers. their names are. Wingle Wingle. Wingle Wingle. But yes, I have plundered the depths, but like I said, like now I'm mopping. So you have the you have the big round sword, right? You found yes. it. I got that. Yeah, once I got the big round sword, and once I realized that I can buy the big round sword for really cheap for 150 pose, and I have like 700 pose, I'm not gonna ever have another weapon ever. I'm just gonna get a. I'm just gonna make my inventory all big round swords because they're 36 damage without anything attached to them. Fuck the boulder breaker. Fuck to fuck the whatever the one you make from that the cobble that's crusher sure. whatever the fuck it's called. Fuck everything. All big round swords. That's basically that's the only thing I'm gonna get from the game. Can you this. attach a bigger on sword to a bigger on sword? Ooh, good question. Uh, I don't know. I haven't tried, but it'll probably be stupid. I mean, I guess it'll if they double really the long, double the damage, it might be double yeah. the damage. Yeah, so I don't know. Like also, a, also, this, half this game is real dumb in a good way. Yeah, yeah, it's got a lot of janky stuff that I've. I mean, most of the time you want to attach real like, things I, to I it, not other weapons. I ignore the janky stuff anymore because I'm like the logic of the game makes sense to me now. Like I use ascend like. It's going out of style. Like I. Oh, good. So you're doing the right way. I mean, you know, you have to. They they want you to ascend. That's how I found the fucking uh, forest was from ascending. I mean, that changed the whole game for me, and also building. But like, you have to build vehicles constantly. Like that's what they want. I'm I'm told that there is like a there is a very specific point where people like are like, oh crap, I completely forgot I have ascend to like to once you wake up like there's like a level Mm -hmm. of like oh ascend is everything. It is. Yes, it no, is. well, you have to. Yeah. Like I said, you have to. You have to do it to find the master sword. I actually I go all this couple like of if days. I go into a new area, I'll like do a little ascend checklist just to like I'll go around the area like. And I'm and there. like I know you got to find the ma- you use it for the master sword, but it's more like there is like yeah. a level of like people like there is like a a phase that everyone had goes through this phase in Tears of the Kingdom where like everyone's just building stuff and and combining mm-hmm. stuff, and then at one point they just realize that the real power is ascend. You could have just ascended. Ascend yeah. is right. It's so cool because everyone I, I do hear, I do hear like, oh, I'm I'm having a love affair with these things and doing all this yeah. stuff, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh crap, everything's different now. Wait a minute. Yeah, if like don't forget the for the first couple area, of days that you can use it, and then would... once you remember it, yeah, it sticks. I think if they didn't have the sky area, they wouldn't need the flying with ascend like they could have worked the depths in the the main level into just using ascend and maybe that's originally what they planned on doing but yeah the flying is its own thing and it's cool 
and it it works really well in the depths, but there's no descend. So I always want. I, I have wondered when I played it, like how different would this game be if there was a descend? Yeah, descend would help too. Would the would the the lower world and you know the the main level would that just be the game? Well, the descend is the chasms, right? I guess singles chasm. So, but, but if you were able to switch between, essentially, it's a light and the dark world, right? Like if you really want to just think about it in binary sense, and yeah, if you could just go between the two at will. They probably could have just made that the whole game, I think. They didn't do that, though. So cool. Do you have another thing you wanted to say, John? I'm all good. All right. Do you have an hour count right now? Like, could you give us that? If you... Yeah, I, for, uh, I forgot to check just before the show. but um, I can tell you right I'm now. Sure. Yeah, what is it? Let's get your stats, or at least what you can access. I don't remember what shrines I have, how many shrines I have. I'm sure it's not nearly as many. You do have the house. You have the master sword. John, John is at 155 hours. I'm at 140 uh, John has surpassed me because I got distracted. Uh, Jeremy is at 200 something, 230 hours. It's dumb. It's impressive. It's dumb. The yeah, hours, I like, uh, so my partner was out of town this week as well. Like, uh, that'll do it. She, she went to Canada and I spent like the last, well, up until yesterday, I spent the last like few days. Like I would get off of work and I would just, I actually like played ahead of time where I just had food and I had beer and I had like soda you had a, everything i needed just there in the house it was just me and the cats also one of my cats was having a kind of a health crisis this week oh and so i kind of had to keep an eye on her she's good now but i needed okay. to kind of keep an eye on her like the vet like said like Stay home yeah observation or whatever well they didn't tell me like not to go to work or whatever but yeah to observe her as much as possible i mean but so. did they ask you to take to to grab their poop out of their litter and take it to the doctor because i i did that for one of my, I did that for my dog <laughs> I've had to do that before. That wasn't this case was more about them the cat not urinating. So oh yeah, I, well yeah, we we actually had a similar thing where we spent a lot of money on our one of our cats. I had to take her to the ER, but then they had to like extract urine. I'm not sure if they punctured her. Or they you know I'm sure they probably did it more like uh, laparoscopically, but they got the urine. They were able to test it. and They did blood testing and stuff. So. We had a similar thing. It was a whole battery of tests. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. I don't know where I was going with that. But other than that, I was just playing. You got to play a lot of uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. So good for you. So I actually had a reason to be a hermit because I had to keep an eye on the cat. That was that was the reason for that. You so never I, need a yeah, reason. I never need a reason. Honestly, I don't. I no. I mean, two of my two of my favorite people are right here. Like I like you too, Alex. But still, like, yeah. <laughs> I can talk. I can talk Three. to my friends on the computer, and I don't have to leave my house. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. That's true. I'm I'm that good to go. Um, but I still had a good time uh playing Tears of the Kingdom. I actually like I got up on I think it was Saturday and I was just like, all right. Oh no, it was Sunday because I worked Saturday. Sunday I get up, I'm like, I'm just gonna play Tears of the Kingdom all day. It's like yeah. And I'm like, what are my goals for the day? And I actually started like formulating goals in my head. And so I was like, I gotta like complete the map. I have to like try to well, I wanna like I want to start unlocking the the uh I wanted to do the clover. What is it? Sorry. Lucky clover. The lucky clover. Yes, I wanted to do lucky clover quest. That was a big thing. And then I oh, the the new it. shit. Yeah. Yeah, and I wanted to get the last uh, chunk of map, the the the, the, the lower southwest portion. Come to find out, I just was overlooking the the guy. He was just standing right there, and I just kept walking past him. But anyway, Oops. I completed that finally. And uh, yeah, so I just had these like goals in my head of what I wanted to complete and uh, approaching the game like in a goal based way, but still allowing myself to kind of wander off the beaten path. Also having a- an entire day to play it. Like literally that was all I had on my schedule. So Pretty solid. I-, 
That's why I'm at 230 plus hours because I really just <laughs> leaned yeah. into it. You just played all. I leaned into it. it you just yeah. woke up and just. So this is this is re- currently is at fourth place of my all time Switch plays. So yeah, really, that's pretty big, pretty Ish. big deal. Yeah, it's like right behind. Uh, well, I guess Animal Crossing is like. Uh, well, Animal Crossing is 500 Crossing hours is for me. It's probably higher for you. There. Yeah. Yeah, and then I think uh, then it's Breath of the Wild then. Tetris 99. So this is actually, believe it or not, it's approaching Tetris 99. But it's also worth noting that when Sean and I played Tetris 99 together, we switched between our accounts. So yeah. there's different hour account there. I, I but still like uh, it's it's. I mean, it's a it's a pretty fucking significant Switch release, I would say. I I, I got an OLED, so uh, when you get a new Switch, your your numbers get reset. So as of right now, my number one most played is Xenoblade Chronicles three, and I I don't want uh, Tears of the Kingdom to overtake that because I like that game better. Uh, at me on Twitter, you're allowed <laughs> to like stuff better than other stuff. I do because I like those characters and I like that story a lot better. I'm actually surprised. I thought you uh, you'd be more all in on the, uh, the the Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, I put 140 hours into it. What more do you want from me? Like seriously, <laughs> that's 140 hours. That's 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 100. Not nothing. That's 120 more hours than I put into most games, or 130 more hours than I put into most games. I will that's say, true. like having you know, it was two <laughs> weeks ago now when Trey had completed all the memory stuff. Once again, not to spoil anything, but Trey said, you know, I've seen all the memories and. They were like, whatever. I don't know. Maybe you weren't quite like that, Trey. Well, I, I didn't. I didn't want to spoil it. I just. I just said that the thing that happened was something that I already thought was going to happen once they mentioned exactly. it in the game, and we all fucking thought that. Come on, it, it was we the did. Occam's Razor or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Like it's like when you say a no, thing, it's like, uh, what if we did this? It's like, all right, they're obviously Chekhov's doing gun. that. Yeah, yeah. No, it was totally Chekhov's gun. <laughs> Chekhov's gun. Like... Yeah, that sort of thing. Well, no, Occam's Razor, I think, is correct as well, but. No, it's like, uh, yeah, so I kind of figured out ahead of time, but still seeing it, you know, it was like, cool, here's this little anime I can watch if I watch all the scenes in order, but... Um, do you like anime? You know, I do like anime. I do. I like it's good. Things. I like it, too. I mean, it's good. There's one thing I do want to talk about. If we're okay, to, can we move on from Tears of the Kingdom? <laughs> yes. Don't get me wrong. I like Tears of the Kingdom a lot. I just got I just got really distracted by Street Fighter I mean, Six. I'm ready for a spoiler cast probably in the next couple of weeks. So. I'm ready to just beat it and just move on. I mean, AUW Fight Forever is very close, and when yes, that comes, when that comes out, that's the only thing I'm going to be playing. Like seriously, I've been waiting for that game for way too long. But uh, but so as I said earlier, uh, Jess and I uh, we went to Tennessee for the weekend for uh, for a friend of theirs. Uh, one of Jess is like a friend of the family, like a uh, uh, one of Jess's brothers, like best friends like had like a wedding party they didn't get married yet they're getting married in hawaii but they was like everybody let's come and hang out and have a party for a wedding or whatever I so, love that shit. so we went to tennessee and uh jess's other brother jason uh we basically we went into a storage unit and we tried to help him go through a bunch of stuff so we basically we uncut we basically as jess was saying we, we pulled all of jess's childhood out of the storage unit and cool. went through a whole lot of toys and stuff but i but i found some cool video game stuff there that i wanted to talk about here uh just to show uh jeremy and alex here um so we yeah. so we we grabbed a bunch yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we grabbed some super nintendo stuff we grabbed some some nes games uh actually one of my favorite things that we got from the uh from the storage unit and uh i'll describe it but uh this oh john leguizamo yeah the john leguizamo super mario brothers from the superior movie uh right here you didn't like the movie 
<laughs> not really. Uh, listen, really like it listen to our episode. Uh, it was it was whatever it was. I understand. We panned it pretty hard. It's stupid. <laughs> yeah, we we all hated it. We had we had a we had like <laughs> what was it? Uh, Jess was on it and Shauna was on it as well. And I don't think anybody liked it. But uh, nope. <laughs> but but no, it was pretty rad to find pretty. the John Leguizamo toy. And in, in in the in the storage space, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I like love his seriously, little, like hinge based penis. Yeah, it's great. Well, also, like if you look on the back, he's got <laughs> he's got the boots, the boots with cool. the with the power, or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, no, I was I was super excited about that. But yeah, we tried to we tried to take as much as we could. Uh, Jess and I, we we take care of uh, we we take care of Jess's grandma. Where it's like most of the time, mm. when somebody offers you something, you take it whether you want it or not. We were kind of doing the same approach with uh, with Jason where it's like if anybody says like hey take this we'll be like yes whether we want it or not but we also so, yeah. we were trying to take a lot of the video game stuff so we, we got a bunch of shit but yeah this uh, we got John Leguizamo um this one was pretty cool I I got to be careful with it because a lot of it's broken but I Ooh. but I got I got a broken Game Boy Advance and I uh, got I got it because I figured that if it didn't work I'll send it to Jeremy cuz Jeremy's Jeremy remade Game Boy Advances for us for our wedding and all that he's a he's a very very good at Talented doing man. that stuff but basic, basically basically um so it's a game boy advance with a broken with a broken hinge clamshell uh-huh. yeah you can kind of see but it works great actually uh it, it was completely out of batteries and i was like i'm gonna take this i'm gonna test it out it was completely out of batteries so i put i put mario golf in it uh and it works great i've actually played it on here but it's wow. but it's broken in a whole lot of a whole lot of places so there's a on the side of the hinge this is broken and this hinge is also broken and on the side here is broken as well but it does work and i think it's one of the newer ones because it, it looked brighter look on the bottom on the uh where the like it's shiny it should say something ags slash something what does it say ags dash what it should be at the top left you mean on oh ags ags dash 101 yep that's the one that's it's a newer one right yep yeah when i turned it on i thought the screen well, I was brighter because it's like it's the pearl it's the pearl it's, it's the it's the light blue it's a light blue one but yeah it's the pearl blue if you can yeah you can see it but it, but i but i, I figured because i could tell that the that the um the ribbon that connected the two of them wasn't broken, so I figured that it might work. Oh, that's good. But it's uh here, uh, it's you know you can't tell, but well, you can also it, easily it tell the model great. by hitting by hitting <laughs> the button. Does it always stay lit up, or does it turn off and turn on? Like if it turns off and on, it's the 001. If it goes from one brightness to the next, but still, is you you are com- you are completely correct. It it doesn't it doesn't turn off. It just gets brighter or dimmer. So. That is what it is, but it, but it was one of those things. I was like, well, I, I don't want to. I don't, you know, I'm not going to throw away a Game Boy Advance like this. And I thought that it might work. And then I took it home and charged it, and uh, yeah, it does totally work. So that's pretty. Rare. I'd say just like, I mean, I'll fix it if you want me to. But get on whatever and just do a. Uh, if you look up a shell replacement, it'll usually include new hinges. But oh, I would, sure you- I would basically have to do a whole lot of super glue. But there is actually there is a part missing. Like there's a section right here oh yeah, yeah that's there's just a piece that's, that's the hinge cover there that covers okay. up the ribbon yeah. while it like flexes but it's but, its own little thing i've yeah, got, yeah, I've got yeah, the back part we don't have that so i can't so i can't super glue it all together and also I've got this, all this part stuff. here is broken as well so i have extra hinges i have extra shells if you want me to fix it i will if not you fix it yourself because you already have game boys i was <laughs> I, I do have a lot of game boys you're correct um here's another How thing many do you have oh here we go see what we got. i have way more well, uh, so we have so Jeremy gave uh, gave Jess and I Game Boys for our wedding, so there were two extra ones. But I have um, so I have one. I bought one for Jess when we first started dating for Christmas. So there's two, and then Jeremy got got us another two. So we have four at least, and then this is five. 
of Game Boy Advances, and that's the new the SP one. I do actually specifically SP. Yeah. I have the non SP one, and I have the original Game Boy as well. And we got a bunch of them. Cool. But I also acquired this. Uh, this is a Spider Man themed GameCube yeah. controller. Now, is that third party or first party? I think it's third party. It's definitely yeah. third party. I don't think third Nintendo party. made a Spider Man uh, one. It says it says a uh, 2004 Marvel on the back. Yeah, it's definitely not Nintendo. Made brand. in China, so I'm pretty sure it's not Nintendo. Made. But but I mean, it, you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of GameCube, and it's interesting because the the D pad on the back is like the circle one. It doesn't have the cross, you know, as you would normally see. But I was like, I saw I saw the again a GameCube controller that I hadn't seen before, and I was like, oh, give me that. Also, he had a GameCube and, a, and an N64, but I couldn't get him to part with it. He's like, I'm going to sell it. And I'm like, okay, fine. Oh, and he also had two WaveBirds, which I was trying to get off of him, but he wouldn't part with those either because he wanted to sell them. WaveBirds, are they, or WaveBirds hard to come by now? I mean, you can it's sell. It's less, I think it's the. You can sell for a decent price. Maybe the price. receiver's harder to find. Maybe well, he had, he had, we had wave birds with receivers, like two with receivers. Uh, I got an extra rumble pack here, you know, which, okay. whatever. Um, I got a, I got a Sega Genesis plug in case my other one doesn't work. But, uh, but the most exciting stuff. Ooh, there's more. Are the, are, the, are the games. So here's, here's the Super Nintendo game. So we got, this is the first one we grabbed. We got Donkey Kong Country 1. Hell yeah. Uh, Jess, Jess gave me Donkey Kong Country 2, which was a pretty amazing thing to get. Because uh, that was something we bonded on when we first started dating, uh, and it was actually a part of our wedding and all that. And uh, little little do they know that you get to keep it. Donkey Kong Country One. Part- well, Donkey Kong Country Two gets to stay in their life because now you're married. Yeah, but it was honestly it meant a lot to me that just gave me their copy of Donkey yeah. Kong Country Two because I had sold mine for money and I didn't have it. But that uh, it was a really cool gift, and and now I have the Donkey Kong Country One as well. And also, let's nice! the link to the past. Wow. Oh, that's yeah. a slot. That's like the, I don't know, that's got to be an earlier cart because it's it got is, the yeah, yeah. slot instead of the whole like scooped out area in the front. Yeah, and also, I and, and let everybody know, I, I sold a lot of my Super Nintendo games when I was low on money, which sucks. So that was... I did that too. I've been there. Well, you sold it on eBay. You're better than me. I, I sold it at a resale place in Chicago for not, oh, for, yeah, for maybe like 200 either. bucks or something like that. It was a terrible move on my part. Here, number three, you'll get a kick out of this. Dog Gun Country won again. There's two of them. There were two of them somehow. I don't know. We have two of them now. That's kind of hilarious. It's good. Yeah, because Jess had, al- had already pocketed one of them, and there's like, here's another one. Oh, and also, we got the box as well. We got the original wow. cardboard cool. box, okay, too, which is rad. Uh, That's I've ne- badass. Never played this one, but uh, Looney Tunes B-Ball, Looney Tunes Basketball and Super Nintendo. I like that one. I like that one. I never played it, but this is, this is the other one that we got. Yeah, I don't care about there. it. I thought that was pretty good. This one, I this, played it, but I don't like it. Move, moving on to NES games. This one's pretty cool. Uh, it's too bad John is, isn't here for this. He would love this one. But uh, little ne- little Nemo, the Dream Master on NES. Oh yeah, did you? It's guys almost like remade, they remade Little Nemo. They re- yeah. they're remaking it a couple times, right? Is it was on Netflix? It's like a, a show on Netflix. Oh, oh no, it was a movie there. with uh with the fucking Aquaman guy in there, Jason yeah. Momoa. From Iowa. Was it yeah. was it bad? I didn't see it. I don't know. I heard it, it was okay. But I mean, I it was okay. Little Nemo was like a comic strip in like the late like eighteen hundreds. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, it's, yeah. It's like it's a it's public domain now. So, but I only knew the the, the 
like eighties cartoon. Yeah. From my childhood. I didn't. And then it's all of a sudden they're like, Oh, by the way, it's Jason Momoa is here. I was like, that's weird. Yeah. It's public. Well, the game, the game was on NES and it definitely feels like, yeah, it's got a very, they're trying, they're going for like a Mario three vibe, I think with the power ups and stuff, but, but it, it was a Capcom game. So I thought it was a pretty quality game and it's I don't got good polish. It's really hard. Yeah. But, but I, I don't have a cartridge of it. So it's pretty cool to have it here. You know, oh, no, you do. yeah. And any of the having backups, backup copies, or just finding new new carts in general, always like a super fun thing. Well, and then you also have to realize these are in good hands now that they're with you. So, oh, like, absolutely. that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah, we. I mean, we were. Yeah, <laughs> we pretty much we pretty much grabbed all the because we heard that there were GameCube games in there somewhere too. Well, which Jess's other brother Tim said that he had GameCube games as well, and I was like, wait, really? Because I would have grabbed all those as well, but we didn't see them. So we didn't get to that, but there was a whole other thing with game. Apparently, like there was, oh, they had the original original Game Boy and all that in there. But we kind of yeah. grabbed grabbed whatever we could. But uh, th- this one, uh, speaking of carts, like having backup carts, this is a cart that I actually have already for another system. But this is the original one, and I didn't even knew this existed. But Mission Impossible NES. I actually yeah. have Mission Impossible N sixty four, and then now I have this. That's one a, that's too. a whole other thing. I know, but it's kind. Of, but I didn't know there was an NES Mission Impossible game. But now I have two Mission Impossible games on different systems, so that's cool. I mean, one is a Tom Ooh. Cruise vehicle, and another one is. Hey, that sixty four game was pretty good, though. I, I like it was really good. Game, it was man. really it was really. I good liked it game. at the time when I was in high school. I played the shit out of that. Most people didn't even like the first movie. I like I like the first movie. I thought first. Well, I've only seen the first movie, so I don't know anything about all the others. But I like the first. They movie. become like super duper action films. Yeah, there's like it, seven of them or something like. And there's another one coming like a, out. It was like it wasn't the first one. Just like a heist film, basically. Like the, everything got heisty after that. I, I just got an email about their whatever their newest one was. Like being like, come but, see it from Fandango. It's like, hey, there's a new Mission Impossible. I'm like, I haven't seen two. I don't know. Well, Tom Cruise does his own stunts. That's a big part and of it. Yeah, like, and he says that like he's he's almost done with them because he's again they've done so many. But no, the first one wasn't like it was like a. He's really... also like sixty something years old. Yeah, but no, he's got to be like in his fifties. But the first the first one was like a real crazy like spy cape like thriller where I like the everybody, first movie. Everybody was double crossing everybody. Like at one at one point, there's just scenes where people just keep taking off masks. Yeah, they have the fake masks. Down. Yeah, that that's all, that's like the end of it. Times. Yeah. Yeah, it, like four times. It was the best. It was the best. It's a big I, part I, of it. Yeah, yeah. Where they have the where they pull it, they're pulling off their faces and all that. I remember like that. Spy Hard. Yeah, yeah. But it, but again, <laughs> it just keeps happening. It happens like four times. It's like, oh, by the way, I'm also. I said, what? What is happening? Are you on? <laughs> are you the bad guy or are you the good guy? It was. How like, do your pores breathe? Yeah. <laughs> is it your second mask? You had a mask on your mask. I remember there's what a part- is your skincare routine? There's a part in that movie where they attach a, a helicopter to a train and then it goes into a tunnel and then like destroys the helicopter. And I thought that was really cool. That was very cool. At the time. I was like, yeah, that's, that's awesome. a cool scene. I, I have two I mean, train versus helicopter, I still think the train's gonna win. The train did win, yeah, because they cause they pulled the helicopter into the tunnel. It's powerful. There's a lot of power there. I have two more games. Uh let's do it. Uh Jellico, Hoops, never played it. You ever play Hoops oh, from Jellico on NES? It's got this no. kid and this other kid uh, having a good time, whatever. What did Jellico do? Bubble Bobble? Were they? Uh, Jellico actually did a bunch of. They did some beat em ups on Super Nintendo. I remember playing Jellico. Wasn't wasn't it like a bad? Oh, Taito was, was, was Wasn't bad dudes a Jellico game? I think so. I thought bad dudes. Was I was. I, I got to confuse with Taito first. Yeah. Well, because remember we used to we would rent them, and whenever you mm-hmm. start up the game, it'd be like Jellico. <laughs> it'd just be like ring Jellico. So, so, so cool I, remember, logo. I remember, I remember that about it. 
Yeah, Hey Punk, Are You Tough Enough? That's the Super Nintendo one that we played. I think it's on uh, Nintendo Switch Online now. Oh, and uh, Rival Turf as well. That was another one that we rented way back hmm. in the day. Brow Brothers. I think all of these are on Nintendo Switch Online. Check it out. They're all on there. Jellico, heavily supported by Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo Switch I have an okay, okay developer. <laughs> uh, and, but the, the last one, uh, Blades of Steel. Which I don't, have, I don't have this that's, one, so that's cool. I hear really good things. Oh, about that's that a fantastic game. Oh yeah, no, I played I played Blades of Steel. I played on an emulator. I don't think I have an actual cartridge of it, but it was you know I, I always love having more. Cartridges, I think I have it. So it's always good. It's always good to get more shit. So that's no, it, it it was fun, and uh, and I got some extra. I got I got some extra toys. Like I got a Cyclops toy. I got a I got a Peter Pan toy. Um, I have actually have a have a stuffed Bart Simpson that's back there somewhere. But uh, we just, and, and Jess got a ton of like, where is shorts? Oh, you ate them. Like, like old, oh, bar- no, like they- old Barbies and stuff like that. And, and Legos. And it was like, we were saying like, we put just like, we put all of my childhood in the car right now. We have it all in the back, in the back seat. So, so yeah, we did that. But yeah, that, a little bit of uh, memory hoarding. I know how it goes. Yeah, it it was fun though. I mean, we were just trying to get as much as we could out of there. I wish I could have got the box with the Nintendo sixty four and the GameCube in it, but unfortunately, did not get that. But I, I want to mention before we go, I have to, I have to mention my uh, my min- my my nickname or my middle name, sincerely Ryu. I've been, as I said earlier, many times. I've been playing a lot of Street Fighter Six. It's a it's, mm-hmm. it's a very fun game. I, it's a it's very enjoyable. I'm a huge Street Fighter fan, and I love I love that game. I think it's done really well. I want to see your uh, create a character. Like, look at it. I on watched, t- look at it on Twitter. I, the, <laughs> I put it I on Twitter. So. I <laughs> watched the Dunky video, and like, he, oh, I, like, I didn't, I didn't like, go, I didn't go crazy like that. I just, I just tried to just. I just no, fall. no, I mean, it just got recommended to me, and I was like, yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, his, he made a weird character, and he's like, oh, wait, I went to the lobby, and like, yeah, the other characters were still way weirder than his. The other cool thing about the creative character is, like, you make these really weird monsters with, like, weird dimensions and everything like that, but that affects their hitbox. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I thought that was really awesome. We, yeah, we it's mentioned really cool that last detail. week where, yeah, if you, if you, because you can, like, an elong, elongate their arms, but if you, it'll give you more reach, but if you make yourself, like, I made my character bigger because I wanted to represent my own self in the game, As but do. that means that I have more hitbox now, but I, like I said, there's not enough games that can make you fat, and this one did. And I was like, yes, let me make myself. But I, but I, I you know, I go, I go crazy with it. I, but also, I'm, it's also like myself, but it's also like my wrestler form or whatever. And I just, just have, just give myself weird Anti-pope. outfits, and you know, and I have like face, I got like the face makeup, and I'm wearing like pink lipstick or whatever. I'm just going, just going crazy with it. Um, and I, and I did want to reference my, my uh, nickname is that um, I have a. Uh, my my uh, daughter is two and a half, and I have not. I've been one of the person that I don't want to like force my kids to to like what I like. So I'm like, well, she'll get to it eventually. She'll find something she likes, and if she likes video games, she likes video games. So I've been really like kind of keeping hands off, not really putting it in front of her, kind of keeping her away from it. Um, but somehow she, uh, someone gave her a Yoshi, uh, a pink Yoshi, and that's like been her favorite toy. And since it's like Yoshi. the, and since like the new like Mario lines, they kind of have like. The very like all the characters are kind of like uh like similar shape and similar build like this big um i've kind of been like hey whenever we like see one like there's a flea market nearby and they have like all of the then like a video game a local video game store goes there and sells their stuff for cheaper and they had like oh all the different colored yoshis i let her pick one and so the collection's now four yoshis deep and the last one i'm like okay hey there's a yoshi here would you like one she goes yeah and i'm like okay do you want like a 
purple one or an orange one or like and she's like gray and I'm like, <laughs> uh, does that exist <laughs> yes it, it was right there it was right oh, there okay. was, i gave her all the options like, oh, like, are, five is there a gray yeah i have it and it's like weird i'm like that's a weird that's a weird manufacturer that they made is that like oh by the way here's gray yoshi i'm like okay well I mean, also your kid what were they feeling at that moment why they choose gray i, I don't I think, I think she was like there might be something weird. deep there yeah, yeah maybe maybe i think she just thought that that's a real weird one she likes weird stuff. Like if it's weird looking, it's like Robo Yoshi. Yoshi. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I figured that Gray Yoshi was something that you saw at a game at a summer game fest that looked like Yoshi, but was a ghost Yoshi looking thing. That's that's what I thought of when you said it earlier. Yeah, I know. Post apocalyptic Yoshi. They just have Gray Yoshis out there in the wild, man. And I was like, that's pretty cool. That's a that's a neat uh feature to have like oh okay just all the it. inbreeding on yoshi's island eventually they just all turn gray i like i do <laughs> I, want the, I like black yoshis i haven't seen i haven't seen a i was gonna yoshi. i was gonna say uh i was a big Are fan you talking of, about boshi I, well mm-hmm. but boshi is blue boshi actually is blue yeah, yeah. right but, no, but, but, but black yoshi. I, no i'm a big fan of black yoshi actually in in chinatown in chicago you can find a lot of black yoshis we actually uh, i remember getting a plushie from there it was really? Black, it was Black Yoshi, yeah. I'm on it. I'm on it. So was it Yoshi story? When they, or no, probably what, there was, I don't know if there is necessarily there a Black, Black Yoshi, Yoshi in the Yoshi's games, Island. but you there can... There was a Black but, Yoshi in Yoshi's Island. Okay. But but I'm saying you can... Okay. I have seen them around. But uh, yeah, I was like a big it. fan of Black Yoshi. Yeah, but like didn't want orange or anything. I was like, okay, that's kind of weird, but I'm into it. You know, whatever you want to find. You know, How old did you say she was? Two and a half? Yeah. And uh, okay, she said yeah. that her, she, I got her to sit through a movie in the theater and she sat through Mario. That, okay, that's cool. I've heard a lot of people well, liked it. Be, a lot, a lot of people liked it because of that. A lot, a lot of flashy, uh, flashy. It's quick too. It's it's not yeah. very long. I mean, I obviously like the problem I have with it is that I know that that company can do better. I've seen Despicable Me. They, they've before. done better, actually. I think. Oh, all, you I mean think Illumination? All of the, I think yeah. all. Of, even yeah, even Illumination. I think all of their other movies have been better than this one. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like again, <laughs> Despicable Me, tears. Like like even, like like even fucking Angry Birds, the movie I think was a better movie than Super Mario Brothers. But you know, whatever. Yeah, and we're gonna have to deal with that again, and hopefully they don't do any others. But you they should just well, done Super already, Mario Run the movie. They already said that they're starting. Uh, they're gonna. They're starting to plan for Zelda. Yeah, they said possibly through illumination. Yeah. Oh, yeah, through illumination. Oh, they said possibly. I thought it was confirmed. well. I, I, well, it was kind of one of those things. that's like maybe, but I, I really hope not because they can't. Do, they can't. They can't do. They, they can can't do Zelda like, dirty like that. Like really, where it's like honestly, no, I think it's like no effort, like no script. Uh, let's just whatever the fuck they did with that. It, though it did look pretty. Oh well, yeah, the, the animation. Smart. Yes, the animation was good, but the, but the story. Exactly. No. What? Like no, no, no. This, it, it really this felt like it was still, no script on that one. This was a, a a a timed mine of let's make some money and it worked and it gets them attention. It gets like you know a new user base from the really young kids that like it. So, so yeah, no, I think that uh that's all it is. And like so when they let the rumors swirl about what's happening next, they're best off just doing that because they're still making money off the Mario movie. It's not like it's gonna harm oh, the yeah. mario movie they made a fucking like, killing out of it and they, they might make a the zelda blu-ray movie. the blu-ray is coming out soon and uh, oh it's out uh, yeah. it's out already that, i've seen pictures uh, they of it might all as well the let the rumors swirl and not address them because they have no reason not to like yeah. that just reveals the hype is there for more movies and obviously there's been just uh, imagine if they would have made more of an effort and try to make an actual good movie like how much money they would have made off of it they didn't have to other than it's just people like oh thing i recognize let's go see that a bunch yeah, exactly. It's a lot more effort for them to do that and then make a similar amount of money. Like, I doubt they would have made more money. I think there are a lot of like uh, 
compromises that were made and that's why it's such a shitty movie because it definitely <laughs> is like one of those things that like mario everybody who like had a serious hand in it is happy with what it is but that's because they got their little piece you know and but yeah. otherwise it's like it's a mario fucking... appears and everyone says hey let's go and he goes that's probably fine okay i will follow you aimlessly yes i will <laughs> okay nailed it Next, this next sort of reminds plot. me of a thing I saw. By the way, before. Princess Peach could have probably just done this all on her own, but absolutely. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, they, hey they, they they learned all this shit from the from the bad Star Wars movies before it, where it's like, hey, let's just have a line from an old movie from the seventies, and people will be like, yeah, this reminds me of a better movie, so then I'll think uh-huh. it's good, but it makes no sense at all. I mean, Seriously, I bl- just... blame J.J. Abrams for all this shit. He fucked it all up way back when. I mean, but yeah, yeah, I think nostalgia plays, right? Like I've been doing this forever, right? Dumb hate, and dumber hate, hate nostalgia and... plays so much. Yep. Z- Zoolander. I was so me... I was so disappointed by Dumb and Dumber Two, and I love Dumb and Dumber One. And it's like yeah. let's do the same jokes again. It's like who wants that? Like just write got, another they... fucking movie. I don't want to see the whole fucking jokes jokes what again. But Dumb worse. and Dumberer. You know. They got me. That was a different yeah. Movie. Yeah, they got me on uh, Anchorman too. I was like, ah, damn it, you got me. This is a bad movie. Yeah, I was just, I, I thought Dumb and Dumber Two might be better because they had the same actors in there. But no, they're just doing the same jokes again, the same exact mm-hmm. jokes. It's like, and they, they don't make sense anymore. It's like, whatever. Uh, but I, I never really got to what my middle name was when I said securely, sincerely, Ryu. It's just a uh, in in the world tour mode of. What I love so much about Street Fighter Six is uh, you create your own character and you get to live in this world with all these, you know, all these characters from Street Fighter that Larger you, that you grew up with that you love so much, and you get there. Well, you can text them and shit, right? Yeah, you get the, they text you actually. You, well, you can respond to some of their things, but it was but I found Ryu, and so I've got to I got I got to Ken, I got to E Honda, and I got to Ryu. Oh, I I heard about. I this, got yeah. to I got to like my favorite, you know, my favorite characters, and. uh and I, when I got to Ryu, uh, you know, was, my character was like, uh, "Can I, you know, it's like I have, a, I got a bunch of phones. Like, can I give you a phone?" He's like, "No, somebody else gave me a phone." I was like, "Well, maybe phone, maybe Ken gave him a phone or something like that." And he's like, "I will text you." So then Ken, so then Ryu texts you, and every text is like, "Sincerely, Ryu," and he just keeps saying it over and over again. Oh yeah, and I laughed out loud oh, so while like, I was playing the he's game. Like he, a boomer with the text messaging. Yeah, yeah it's really yeah, funny. He's not a tech guy. It's really funny. He's like, he's like, hey. uh, I just want to let you know that it was really nice to see you. Sincerely, Ryu. And, and that's like in his text. And he does it like six times. And it's funny because you can respond to it and you can say, hey, you don't have to say sincerely every time. But I didn't pick that. I picked the other one. I was like, hey, it's nice to nice to see you. I'm glad that you sort of figured out your phone. Because I want him to keep doing it because I think it's fucking hilarious that he keeps doing it. And they, in the yeah. real world, that's yeah. also the right way to do it. If someone's using the technology, don't berate them. Yeah, it's good that they're trying. But no, I, I, I yeah, exactly. I, I, I love the game. I've been having a lot of fun with the world tour mode, and also I've been, I've been playing the arcade mode. I've been trying to play through with all the characters. Uh, I haven't got online yet because I'm a little, you know, I'm a little nervous because I think the last time I played online, I got. Did you whole, suck? Well, what was it? Uh, I think it was Marvel vs. Capcom three. I played that online, and I beat somebody, and I got about ten emails afterwards telling them how shitty I was as a player and how I. Uh, spammed all the moves and how i suck and how i should like kill myself so uh it's uh, been a little like uh, is that a move <laughs> no it is seriously like on, on playstation 3 i beat somebody online and they sent me like 10 messages telling me how terrible i was and how much i cheated and how much i sucked and i'm like 
what the fuck is going on? This this online that community is awful. Good. Like seriously, like, really it really good. does. It, it means you upset somebody. <laughs> yeah. No, it kind of it kind of destroyed uh, it kind of destroyed my love for fighting. Which I love fighting games, but I'm like a little apprehensive to go back online because I'm afraid somebody's gonna be like, "Fuck you! You don't know how to play." <laughs> just <laughs> just because I beat you or whatever. And, I've seen so many like good like Xbox 360 inbox messages where it's like. Oh, I'm sorry I lost. I was busy making out with two chicks, something you wouldn't know about. It's like, okay. No, no, I got all these messages that are like, you suck. You just use the same move. And I'm like, dude, like, sore loser, obviously. Like, come on. I mean, in a way, like, think about the original Street Fighter 2 where, like, the two characters talk to each other and then it's like, you need to focus on meditation more or whatever. Like, you know, like, Dalza might say to somebody. Sure. You got to find Shang Long or whatever the fuck uh, Ryu would say. Something like that, yeah. No, it's a uh, but no. I, I, it's uh, I've had a hard time keeping myself away from it. I was trying to, I was trying to find like a better controller because I'm not a huge fan of the PlayStation Four controller. But the problem that I've run into is uh, it's the same thing with more. It, this is basically making me feel like Mortal Kombat Deception all over again. If anybody played that one, Mortal Kombat Deception was the original World Tour mode uh, back way back on GameCube. But GameCube didn't have the best controller, so I was trying to find one that had a good D-pad. But in order to do that, you have to have like two analog sticks as well and, and all that stuff so you thought about going fight stick still not two analog sticks though uh no 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 the, the problem is yes i've thought about fight sticks but the problem is is that you need i want to i want to be able to play the game the regular arcade mode but also be able to play the world tour in order to play the world tour i need dual analog so with an arcade stick you don't have dual analog it's that's true that's yeah i, I had heard that was that's problem. what i'm saying that's the problem like that's the same okay. thing i had with mortal kombat deception where it's like yeah, I can have this controller that works great for the fighting, but then I can't play the the run around game that I want to play. You know, mm. the single player run around. <laughs> so the camera, yeah. yeah, that sort of thing. I guess I just need to just beat World Tour, and then I'll just get a better controller. And whenever I just want to focus on arcade. But regardless, Street Fighter Six is great. It's uh, taken me away from Tears of the Kingdom, but I love it, and I love all the. Characters. It seems like it's such a, a mess on paper. I'm surprised how well it works. Like hearing like the good impressions, like. It sounds like, I don't know, it sounds like such a mess to me. The systems, oh, World the systems really work. Oh, the systems are great. I mean, the, the the actual fighting part of it is really, really good. And and the and the World Tour is kind of like, let's just be really fucking weird and put all of the and all of the Street Fighter s- stuff together and try to make a game out of it. You're supposed to kind of combine it with Final Fight, right? Like, cause they're the same oh, yeah, they, yeah, they've completely absorbed Final Fight. So, Mike, Mike so Final Fight is, is in I there. Think he was the mayor at one point, but now he's passed away. And there's uh, my, yeah, there's a, there's, oh, a, gosh. there's a statue of Mike Hagar. Uh, yeah, you're in Metro City, which which takes which is where Final Fight. You can actually play. Okay, three, so death exists. So you can play. Universe. Well, well Bi- Bison is dead too. I forgot Bison's to mention dead. that last week. My joke was uh, no more Tuesdays. Who killed him? No more Tuesdays for him because he's dead now. Well, he was a he was a. <laughs> Uh, a zombie and it's kind of a cryptid yeah right? well but yeah. but uh, well i but jp is kind of like a reincarnation of bison right because he has the psycho power like because yes. jp is kind of like the new villain of street fighter 6 so i'm so i have so I'm, I'm wondering about what's jp up to maybe we'll find out later that he is like the new reborn bison or something i don't know but yeah, I'm in, uh, I, I said it last week. I'm super interested in the lore of Street Fighter. I think it's very interesting. It's been it, I like the lore of Street and, Fighter, and not not even to mention like what well, we made fun of it last week. But uh, yeah, how like Ken was like uh, was like a, accused of being a terrorist, but now he's like fine. But he wants to find out who accused him or whatever. Like they skipped this whole part about like 
you know, where he'd be like arrested, but then, but they skip all that. It's like, oh no, he's okay now. He got, now he's not in jail, but he wants to know who originally accused him or whatever. It's, yeah. It's, it's I heard a joke that like Ken got into crypto. (laughs) Maybe. Well, I felt like they just, they didn't have Cody in there, so they just had to make Ken into the new Cody, right? Yeah. But no, yeah, Street Fighter 6 is fun. I was playing it. You beat up a car because that's all that matters. You get to beat up a semi truck now. Yes, you do. Big, big ass semi truck. Yeah. That's good. That's that very shit. good. Yeah. And you get to fight basketballs. And I got to the point where you can fight refrigerators. So, hey. Ooh. Good on that. Those refrigerators are hard. You can only hit them at certain times. So, oh, it's, really? it's not as easy as you would think. And they're Hopefully, there's not a child the trapped inside of it while you're beating it up. Why would there be a child trapped inside <laughs> I don't know. That was like an 80s thing. Like, don't get in the what? started refrigerators or whatever. You don't remember that? Like, don't. Like climate refrigerators in the dumpster. I, I do not remember that at all. Maybe that was more oh. of a 70s thing my parents told me about. But yeah, they were like, I, don't get in a refrigerator. You might get stuck in it. Okay. I, I never tried to get into a refrigerator. Well, like, you know, well, I do I do know that 70s fridges, like they had like a latch. You had a button. Yeah. Hopefully to you get can out. push yourself. I think out, that yeah. might be a layover yeah. for my parents. Like, yeah, because you couldn't. Obsessed yeah. with fridges. Because those you couldn't. Them. Yeah. You really couldn't like push your way out of the outside it's like a yeah. it's like how trunks now have like a latch you can like open from mm-hmm. the inside. a lot of walk-in freezers and coolers now have like a panic button too it's mm-hmm. like built into it the um Se- 70s were weird man <laughs> that's true uh when when we were in tennessee I've, I've talked a lot about my remote play i bought a i bought a backbone so i could play my my playstation 4 on my on my phone and it works really good for the most for most of the time but uh now you just have to replace your yellow belly uh, I like that. that when when we were in Tennessee, we actually had really bad internet. We tried to watch uh, we tried to watch Renfield on uh, on on um, Peacock, and uh, it basically loaded like every five seconds. I actually yeah. like that movie, but it was really hard to watch when it constantly reloading. But no, I, I tried to play uh, Street Fighter Six from Tennessee, and it was the first time that my remote play did not work. Like it basically the the, the basically the picture completely blurred, and then it said like you got kicked out, and then you. I think there's a character in there that wears drag. That's probably why. And then you come back, <laughs> and then you come, and then you come back in, and uh, and it just basically shows the game over screen and Ryu just looking at you, and I was like, oh, I guess I died because I got killed from the internet no it, it basically dropped me like three times and i'm like all right well i'm just gonna go play tears of the kingdom now i guess i do like um i do like the backbone but I, like those triggers are real mushy i i really like i really like the uh the analog the uh the sticks actually oh it. yeah the sticks are good i've been i've been doing speaking of are like, they hall effect of trying to Oh, I hope they don't drift because that thing is not cheap. But uh, no, but but no, I mean, I, I've been able to pull off uh, the the spinning pile driver really, really easy with it for Zangief, and that's pretty awesome. Who's your main? Zangief is my main right now. Oh, I like wow. I like him a lot. What a strange main. Six. No, he's what? so cool in Street Fighter Six, though, because he can yeah, do like maybe he cool, is good. Though. He does the run up like the double power bomb thing. Like if I, I saw recall Zangief being like a main that people chose. Like he's got a, he's got a lot of is. he's got a lot of really good moves though, and he's got a lot of reach. Like he like seriously, he he can be really he's fucking, supposed to be, he can be like really a fucking professional wrestler, right? As a, yeah, like a, and grapplers fire. grapplers are real popular. But he has a lot of he has like crazy suplexes, and he has like the double. Well, one of the main ones is like yeah, he has that like double flip power bomb where he runs uh-huh. at you. But if like say say you're playing Zangief against uh, Ryu or something, 
uh, Ryu tries to throw a Hadouken at Zangief. If you do that power bomb, you will run straight through the the Hadouken. The Hadouken will not affect you, and you will still do oh. the power bomb. So like he has a lot of like really really uh, powerful moves. This is like way. invincibility frames or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. For some of them, yeah, he can walk through some things. That that's the cool thing about this one. There's like all these different strategies between like whether you're doing like the the drive impact or like or like whatever like this or there or you can like do the parry as well like or the drive rush like there's all this other shit like that's yeah it's just you kind of have to rethink the whole thing and it's it's yeah it's done really really well and everybody gets like the everyone gets a parry everyone gets a uh, a move that has armor it just it really does work really well there's like a base set that they want you to work with it kind of sort of has its own like kind of like rock paper scissors thing within it like you have because you have like the drive strike thing but you can throw somebody off of that and that will stop whatever they're doing but if you try to do the strike before somebody else and whatever it hits at a certain time there's like all these different ways that you can kind of one up the other thing and yeah it has this own like strategy within the fighting game and it's pretty rad like i've been been loving it maybe if i buy it i could just be blanca and just trip everybody all the time <laughs> and you can I love that suit. strategy. I got you the I got the Blanca suit in the world. Yeah. I mentioned it last week. I got the Blanca suit, and it, it basically takes up all is of Blanca the camera. Character, and you can't see. Oh yeah, of course it, he is. He, he's a character, but then also he one of his costumes is like he can wear a foam suit. Yeah, oh, okay. You, you get a Blanca foam suit in World Tour, and I, I got it, but. When I was wearing it, you can't see anything because it's so huge and my character's so huge. So, like, you cannot. So, I I, I ended up not using it anymore because I'm like, I can't fucking see anything because 90% of the screen is this fucking Blanca suit that I'm wearing, which looks it's great. Very funny. But it's I very can't funny. see anything at all. Okay. So, so I so ended up switching it. Yeah. <laughs> there's a jank that they let occur oh it's I it's super it's, about. it's super janky yeah. and it's 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 silly but it's, it's funny embrace it's, the jank but it's it's embracing the silliness i think uh yeah we should we should wrap it up here uh is there anything uh, sorry we, we said a lot of stuff about is there anything else you want to say alex about uh anything before we head off here uh just that i was really i feel like summer games fest was like a really good it was such a big opportunity to go and like see all the people that you know you you know you you see on all these other websites and also just just be part of it and everybody there was super welcoming and everyone like like no like there was no question about it. like okay you're you're here you made it here the fact that you're here means that you've done something and it was like really like a nice welcoming like environment today I, that I was very impressed and also just free drinks at the drop of a hat yeah, I say you weren't thinking like uh, what's the like uh, what's the thing people get where they're like uh, imposter syndrome Imposter syndrome. There we go. That was. Oh no! I I, I I I told everybody I was having imposter syndrome for sure. And hey, uh, I really appreciate you and Joel coming on and like talking to us about it too, because in a way it, cool. it makes us closer to the event mm-hmm. ourselves. Like we were almost there ourselves because we oh, have correspondents that want to talk to us about it. It definitely it's 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 definitely something that again everyone will make you feel very welcome and like you guys. Like you guys can get there, we can all get there again. It's all just freelancing and grinding mm-hmm. and doing all that stuff. I mean, I said I got on the giant bomb couch, and that was like a weird thing. I saw wow. that. I saw pictures of that. Did yeah. you Did you meet Eric Van Allen? Wasn't he there for Giant Bomb too? Or he Van was, and so was uh, a lot of people were. Um, it was actually very uh, Red Valentine and her partner. Rep was there, there too, and uh, Imran. Imran, yeah. yeah, I missed Imran. Um, the people we were with were um tr- the one of the developers of Treachery and Beatdown City. Uh, he was a lovely gentleman. Um, people from like uh publishers of like Pop Agenda, uh, the devs behind um Escape Academy. 
just a lot of different people and um but it was very fun and the, and the green room was just like a, kind of like a big little like mingling house party so everyone could just hang out and just like have drinks and there was a bartender free beers else. yes and then they just had like um they had street fighter six on a pc and then nice. uh halfway through the night we're all just like hanging out and one guy just like goes i'm getting a fight stick and then leaves and then comes back 10 minutes later with a fight stick and it's like the it whole destroys crowd everybody just- yeah, the whole Woo! crowd just like swooped down and we're just like watch this guy destroy people on a fight stick. It was very funny. Nice. Street Fighter Six. So it's it's very cool and everyone is like super friendly. And, it, and what it, that's what I mean is that like you like we should find like everyone should go. We should find people to go because it's just so nice and it's just very easy to feel comfortable there. And and I yeah, I told Blessing Adione Jr. I was like, Man, I feel imposter. You meant blessing. Yeah, because everyone's just walking around. Everyone's just there. Yeah, you're all you're all the same there. It it well, yeah. it kind of reminds me. Well, you know, I I do I do audio recording for uh, movies and whatnot, and a lot of it in that was in that industry. It's like a lot of people like wanting up one upping each other and all that, and that always bothered me. But I remember I I met a, my my friend Mario. Like he was a big he was a big time person. Did a bunch of shit. When I yeah. met him, he's like, "Hey, we're the same. We're both doing audio shit, you know. So let's hang out." And that's that kind of reminded me of that. Like I loved it when people were actually like that, where they're just like, you know, I don't need to be like, "Hey, I did this one thing." It's just to be like, "Hey, we both do the same thing." So let's just be. I say I don't think we edit friends. our podcast any different, really, when it comes down to it. Yeah, and then, other than and then, scripting someone else to do it, <laughs> but that's exactly what it was. And like yeah. I, 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 I talked to Blessing, and I was like, I feel like I'm an imposter. He goes, Hey, man, I've been doing this for a bunch of years, and I feel like an imposter every day. And I go, Weren't you just at the, the Spider Man Into the Spider Verse premiere? He's like, Well, you know, it's still, yeah, I did not, <laughs> yeah. I did not know why. We're, we're all impa- we're all imposters. It's uh, and anyone, are. anyone can wear the mask, right? Exactly. That's, exactly. That's, that's going back to the Spider Man thing. But before we go, I do want to read. Uh, I do want to read a, a patron comment that we had before we go here which i put at the top of the show but i always get distracted and didn't get to it yet i did want to say i bought the new katamari by the way oh you did get Switch. to it i just haven't played it that oh, okay much. yeah that was that was my middle name I, I at least have to mention that on this episode that was the last one that the, that was the last one that the that uh the original uh guy worked on right playstation so 2 yeah. last last playstation 2 one didn't yep. he do i thought he did did he not work on the 361 or whatever? I, I from what he I heard, they were, those were the only two good ones were the two mm-hmm. PlayStation 2 ones. Yeah. I mean, it was a direct sequel. It was still at the bargain $20 price. It was like part of that whole movement they were doing at the time. I was planning on I was planning on getting Birdie Wing, and that's actually probably out now by by now. It's the it's a golfing anime. I actually was watching it last night getting psyched about it, but they have like golfing powers. It's it's a cool show. And it's coming out to Switch like now like in in the next couple hours or so i was planning i also do have the final fantasy 16 demo but i haven't really played it i I mean why would you (laughs) so ready i'm so ready no i don't think they put it on ps4 did they no they didn't i'm so ready for this yeah but i don't give a shit because it looks like terrible (laughs) i mean i i I could i could get devil may cry for ten dollars on switch and play that but it won't and and play final fantasy music in my headphones and it's kind of what I I don't know as whatever Final Fantasy is now. I think one of the best quotes uh, it was on Axe of the Blood God, but but Cat was like Final Fantasy needs to actually try to be something and not just keep chasing whatever they think is popular, which gives it like no soul whatsoever. And then you they have, always think and it's then you have Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy sixteen. You know? I don't. I disagree because I loved Final Fantasy fifteen. I felt like it was trying to be Xenoblade Chronicles, but not <laughs> is what I thought from it. It was but trying to be great, but characters. it was about. Ten percent of that. That's that's. Wait, uh, 
Uh, that's a lot of people like 16 and <laughs> also the the demo on 16 is like the dragon quest demo it's a couple hours and it carries over your progress your current yeah so i actually do like that i get to be on the like the ground level for this game like i get to play some 16 if i hate it i'll stop playing it but if i love it i get to start playing it now there you go and the, the other same, part is same, that, with, like, same with ghost trick on switch mm-hmm. bring yeah, that yeah, back yeah, around that we forgot to all. mention that I know it came out a million years ago, but uh, but there's a demo on that that carries it, which I do want to play whenever I get back to playing Switch games again. Right now, there's like a bunch of demos. The Lies of P has a demo for PlayStation, um, and then also Viewfinder uh, has a PC has a uh, PC and PlayStation demo as well. I need to look into that cool. because my PS5 is so lonely. Yeah, again, play, right now all mine's a demo machine. Play Street Fighter Six on it. It's really good. Uh, I want to I wanted to read this comment from our patron uh, yeah. Patreon. Uh, Simon says, Trey, you converted me to a- to the AEW hype train, which is awesome. I'm glad somebody pays attention to all my AEW shit that I talk about on here. Ended up pre-ordering it today, even though I'm not really a big wrestling fan. Although I did play the N64 ones back in the day, and one of the modern ones with the Arnold character DLC. I'm not sure which one that is. Uh, it's a single-player story mode that sold me on it, and all the crazy weapons, etc. Etc. Also, do you know what the mini games are on the DLC for AW? So, uh, so I've been so I mentioned it many a times. Uh, every Wednesday they do uh, they do a stream on Twitch at 11 p.m. Central Time, and they've been doing uh, they've been doing uh, showing new stuff every week. Actually, last week apparently their their internet their hotel Wi-Fi was bad, so they couldn't make it work, which sucked because they had the best friends on there who were like my favorite tag team. Just because I think that's hilarious that that's a name for a tag team. They're best oh, friends, yeah. and they're they're pretty much their move is hugging in the ring, and I think yeah. that's amazing. Hug your friends, they do, like baby bird each other. Yeah, hug no, they friends. no, they like hug. That's their thing. They <laughs> hug each other, and they say they're giving the people what they want, and then they whatever. It, it's it's silly, but I love it. Anyway, the best friends were there, but they couldn't, but it, they couldn't get it to work. But today, they they finally played it again, uh, and they did a little bit of the mini game stuff. Is what I was getting at. They showed so they showed a uh, Penta says a. Uh, uh, Penta is one of the one of the fighters on there, um, and Penta says is basically like a Simon Says thing where you press buttons and then everybody tries to press the buttons on the same rhythm, and that's what that is. Also, there's an AEW trivia game on there where they will ask you stuff about the history of AEW or the history of wrestlers who are in the AEW, and you have to answer it, and that's blah blah. But there's going to be stuff included with the DLC. I don't know anything about those, but last week uh, I re- they finally put it on pre-order for uh, on the eShop. And uh, there's an elite version which I pre-ordered, and there's DLC characters. So FTR, who is a tag team, is on there. They're coming out on the day, but then also Dan Housen is coming way later as a DLC character, and uh, Hook, who's the son of Taz, who was a wrestler in ECW, blah blah blah. Uh, that's on there as well. And Bunny and Keith Lee are also DLC characters. But apparently there's going to be mini games included with that as well. And they 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 put out a, a trailer showing some of the some of those mini games. And uh, yeah, it looks cool. You think they'll include the mini games with like the characters as you download them? Like maybe they've got an attached mini game or something like that. Well, yeah, my my idea it kind of reminded me of Injustice One. If you remember playing that on PlayStation Three, or never it was played on, it. It was on Wii U as well, actually. Uh, Injustice One, when you bought characters, you got mini games attached to them, so you got their characters and you got their mini okay. games as well. So I'm guessing that it's similar to that because what was it? There's like a there was like a 
one that was themed similar to the bunny that was on there. So I thought that maybe, yeah, there would be many games that have to do with the characters and whatnot. But it's coming out in two weeks, and it's pretty exciting and all that. But yeah, I, I sent him I sent him a, a trailer for the for the mini game thing, and he said, uh, just checked it out. They look janky as hell. Totally all in. So there you go. But yeah, they they showed uh they showed tag team play. Uh, they showed new trailers for Thunder Rosa, Powerhouse Hobbs, and the Absolute Ricky Starks. And uh, yeah, I've been super psyched about this game. Up, uh, and I'm going to see AW next week live, and then the game comes out after that. So it's been delayed a bunch. Uh, oh, it, yeah. it never it never got a release date. It just uh, okay. they just didn't know anything about it. It's like, been our like uh, we've I've been, been talking, so, I've been about, talking about, it about it for a week. long time. Yeah, probably what like two years at least. Well, I mean, it's actually the four year anniversary right now of AEW as of tonight yeah. so maybe it's been closer to four years so when i first got into it in 2019 uh i was like i need a video game of this this wrestling is great so yeah i've been waiting for it for a very long time but i think they i think they announced it in early 2020 probably before the pandemic but you know all that shit happened and yep. blah, blah, blah. you know things happen but yeah um I think we're good to wrap it up. Thank you so much for coming on, Alex and Joel. And yeah, Absolutely. no, it, it was amazing to talk to you about Summer Game Fest. Like it was, like Jeremy was saying, it did totally feel like we were a part of it. And thank you so much for thinking of us and coming out and Absolutely. telling about telling us about it so soon. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know you were there, and just I, I really appreciate reaching out and all that stuff. And Absolutely. I will reiterate, I'm proud of you. Thank that you. you. Got there. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And I, uh, I mean, as like someone who's just connected on this level, like. You're fucking killing it. Good job. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. You're 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 doing it, man. Just let everybody know for anybody who stuck around this long. Uh, let us know again where to find you on the internet and all the different places that you're doing things at. Uh, we are Super GG Radio. Uh, you can find us on podcast services and Spotify. Uh, also, you can find us on YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, uh, all of those places where we're making indie game content about uh, beta testing, early access, and unreleased games. Uh, speci- uh, specifically the small weird ones uh, that you end up uh, which again all usually make it to switch um, yeah nice. also super superggradio.com for reviews and stuff I'll, I'll put that in the description as well if anybody looks at that uh, that'll be there and you can you can find it there as far as far as us uh, and you have a patreon as well did you mention that uh, I didn't yeah we, we have a patreon.com uh, slash superggradio uh, where you can get uh, right now it is uh dog uh pictures of all of our dogs every, uh month uh and then also just uh, get to tell us more about them games that you're playing and uh at the top is the top tier you can play a multiplayer game with us I, I didn't think about putting pictures of our cats on there we should we should do that oh we have so many <laughs> exactly once uh every month they get a new uh newsletter of uh, animal pictures that'd be fun nice uh and if you want to check our out our, our patreon uh we're at patreon.com slash nintendo main podcast uh if you want to hear we we have a bonus show every month called expansion pack where we talk about more uh, our the last one we did was our zelda ranking where we basically went through all the zelda games by sales and then we talked about where we placed them in our favorites and then it was mayhem after that it was like a three-hour episode but you know they end up in a physical fight it was a lot of fun, though. No, actually, well, our, we, we our, were not in the same physical location, so we couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, I mean, we, we had a lot of ties. Just dox each other. It was, it was like the there was like ten games. There was like three games that were tied for like the top threes or whatever. Yeah. But I, but I think our ending thing was pretty good, so we ended up pretty well. But it was fun to see people there to you know hear each other talk about it and all that. And there's different levels. There's also the WART radio where I we put all of this in all the intros and outros of every episode, put it into a wonderful playlist. 
that you can listen to and all that stuff. And also you can watch video of us early for, you know, the videos before it's edited and all that stuff. You can see all the stuff that's cut and whatnot and that sort of thing. And also you can find me at twitch.tv slash podcast, which I have been streaming every week. I've been streaming a different wrestling game. And uh, what was it? This week I did AEW. No, not AEW. You're really ready for that one. ECW, Hardcore Revolution, which ECW was my favorite. Uh, wrestling federation before AEW and it was pretty crazy to go back to that it was a uh, it was an N64 game and I kind of like sort of fell into a rabbit hole after that where I found out that the pretty much a few months after this game came out they went completely defunct and they got bought up by WWE and then completely destroyed as Vince McMahon does to everyone mm-hmm. but yeah. uh but yeah um yeah it was interesting because it's like uh it's it they it's, were the ones that did blood right like blood was like the idea of ACW was that there were no rules they had a, they had referees mm-hmm. there but the referees would only do three counts or or like you know be able to tell whether somebody's submitting or not and submission moves that sort of thing but yes you can bring any sort of item to the to the ring whatever there was a guy named new jack that would just bake bring a trash can all sorts of different things i remember uh, that. Yeah. they i think they invented the barbed wire matches where they changed the ropes into barbed wire uh the the tornado matches the three-way like like a lot of the stuff that you see later in aw or wwe was created by ecw and a lot of the i thought the the best wrestlers started on ecw like chris jericho dean malenko like i think stone cold was even there like uh a mankind like the the ones that you could that raven was one as well like a lot of the really really good ones were all ecw guys and yeah that was my shit in the later 90s and i guess they went under in 2001 and that game kind of came out in 2000 anyway it was really fun to play it uh it was it was different from this from the regular aki games because you had to input codes to do your moves instead of like doing the grapple and then a different thing, which is what mm. Fight Forever is going to do. But it was interesting to play it. Like I, I basically, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to like do do a wrestling game that I'm not that familiar with, and just I'm just going to do it every week until Fight Forever comes out. So this coming Monday, I'm going to do um, the GameCube game uh, WWE Day of Reckoning, which was probably the last new wrestling game that I really liked. And actually, we, uh, my roommate and I, who's been on the show, Jesse, we actually made a lot of cool characters. I think they all disappeared because uh, one of my GameCube memory cards got corrupted, which is unfortunate. But the bummer. I want to go back and still play it again because that was that was probably don't the, forget about the last Wrestling one that Empire. I loved. Well, yeah, Wrestling Empire was good, and I might do that the week after. I'm not sure what the next week will be, but I'm trying to I'm trying to do stuff that I'm not necessarily familiar with, and it's been good so far. I did Legends of Wrestling two and ECW, and it's been fun to do ones that are different. I want to do stuff that's different yeah. than, the, than the, what's coming out with AEW. Like, I could do all the Aki stuff, but I played those a million times. I want to do stuff that's less familiar to me. So Go through the history, the history of the weird ones. Yeah, exactly. And it's been fun for me as a fan of wrestling and a fan of games to just go through all this weird shit. But yeah, you can also, you can find Jeremy and I. Jeremy's at jmaxdeck. I'm at Nintendo underscore domain. Alex, you're at Arona Alex at Twitter, right? With a zero, uh, zero, and then a Ron, yeah, the zero is the first O, but otherwise it's a Ron Alex, which is my last name, and then mixed with my first name. Nice. And uh, youtube.com slash Main podcast as well. But yeah. You don't want to follow me on Twitter. I mean, if you do. <laughs> I've seen your jokes. They're not that bad. Good for you, but <laughs> yeah, you're, I don't talk about games that much. I want you to post all that weird shit that you supposedly say you're making on Tears of the Kingdom. I want to see your weird t- Tears of the Kingdom creations. Put those on Twitter. Okay. Let's get, let's get you a TikTok, man. Well, that's real hot right now. Ugh. Give me the, the getting the weird Tears of the Kingdom stuff. I saw someone make a rocket fist. 
I've seen a lot of things that are created. Uh, anyway, yeah, thank you so much for listening. We've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. Jerry McCaskey. John Nitter. And special guest. Alex Arona. And uh, we'll see you next time. See ya. Tie to see it. I fused two C's together. <laughs> oh, that's clever. Yeah, I'm trying to do Chandelier. Something.